going? Glorious Bards, I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 24. And we are excited to be here. We are coming to you uh, live on twitch.tv slash Bards. We're also available on uh, YouTube channel and coming to you on all your favorite podcast players. You can check out what podcast platforms we're at. Join us on the Discord server to chat with other fans of the show and check out our Patreon. All of that you can find at our website, ingloriousbards.com. So we are ready to continue on with our adventures. But before we begin, let's see what happened last time with a recap from Jeremy. Okay. When we started this whole mess, uh, Sildren had a nightmare, a horrible nightmare. Uh, he woke up and told Yaru about it. He, he, it mentioned uh, a great big creature in a well in Moss Haven that uh, totally killed Yathane in the dream, which terrified him and uh, definitely kind of set some omens in place for some darkness uh, that was coming for us. Uh we we kind of uh, puttered around inside the Nexus a little bit and then went to go see King Phaon, who informed us uh, of a few things. One, he sent an envoy to the Thousand Isles, uh, but his fleet that he used to have is gone. And uh, he got some messages back indicating that it was not going so well for uh, for his crew. And he asked us to go check on the envoy and make sure that he got to where he was supposed to get, uh, you know, it... it in uh, safety. Uh, he mentioned that there was a ship that he does have control over. It's called the Tainted Waters, captained by uh, Captain Collard. I'm reading names <laughs> as I go through. Um, also, we were uh, informed that uh, there was a request for help for some people in Ivoron. Uh, Duke Sieves of the Snowfell Clan, who never ask for help, they're very proud and independent, uh, apparently are facing something that uh, they can't take care of themselves. Uh, so they are looking for some serious help over in the Ocran Woods, he mentioned. And then we found out that there, there was one last cry for help from Ignal. Iggy, who is now the City of the Guard, was indicating that there was something happening at uh, the House of Soline and that there was a magical presence there and asked for our help. We went over there. We found out that there was this great sphere that was inside that was kind of tainting and corrupting and eating up the tower as much as the priests were trying to keep it at bay they were afraid that the entire house was about to fall or temple and uh so we asked to go in after a couple of uh pattering around we went in we found some horrible vires which were these uh black tendril creatures who were uh sucking up and eating uh holy energy from the relics we fought off a couple, but the sphere didn't go away, and that's where we left off. So from there, let the adventure begin!
Within the Church of Soline, the heroes have breached a magical barrier and fought against nasty creatures made of lumps of writhing smooth tendrils. The heroes drop the last of the monsters, stopping it from feasting on the remnants of consecrated energy in the temple. Uh, what in the world are these things? Uh, they were eating up the boobies and the energy in my face. Cold fires. Nasty beings not from this world. What are they doing here within the church? No holy place has its divine protection taken away. These vire are known to arrive to feast on the last remnants of consecration. They cleanse the place in a destructive manner. Ah, these vires are like a house guest. While initially most welcome, after some time, the guests may find their dreams where they least expect them. What does that even mean, Master Yaru? <laughs> Keep listening to my wisdom, young one, and one day you may find you had the power all along inside you. You're making my head hurt, Yaru. So the magic surrounding this church, are we safe now? Is the barrier gone? Have we completed our mission? Uh Quest. The black sphere surrounding the temple is still here. Uh, that is not a good sign at all. Uh, that means we must take further action in the form of brave heroics and dashing swings of our swords. Priestess Senna stated the sphere originated from the upper floor, so that is where we must head. And Pleek, please put down that candelabra. Celine does not look favorably on thieves in her temple. But, it, but it's so shiny. The group of heroes wastes no time in making their way up the stone stairs to the upper chambers of the darkened temple. If we do not stop these vires from devouring most of the consecrated energy in the temple, I fear the sphere will destroy the rest of the structure. This will leave the city without its largest place of worship. That would certainly be a blow to Muscon. Oh, forget all that. Uh, what happens to the people inside the church uh, when the Black Spear collapses? Namely us! Namely me! Let's not find out. The heroes arrive at the top of the stairs in a ringed oval chamber lit by pale light. They hear a voice, an old man, talking to himself around the corner up ahead. Other shapes, dark tendrilled vires, skitter away along this ringed chamber. Up ahead, the heroes see the voice belongs to High Priest Paislin. The old man wears the robes of Soline and slowly paces through the darkened halls of the church. It's Paislin! Shut up! He's pacing! The old priest turns at the sound of the approaching group and sneers. His face is pale and his glare is fixed on the old knight. Of course it is you! It is always you, Sir Brenros! You haunt me with your corruption and plague me with your foul tongue. I come in peace, High Priest of Soline. I only seek to prevent the destruction of this temple and return this holy site back to the people of Mirskan. Now tell me what tell me how we can stop this black sphere from collapsing. Brenros looks back at his friends, who nod back reassuringly. At the very rear of the group, Xanar the Gnome comes running up, finally catching up to his friends. Woo! I made it! Wait! 
Wait, is this another script where I only have the last line at the very end? Damn it! You guys are in this ring section at the top of the temple. It's dark. It feels odd and weird and clammy. The high priest is there still glaring at you and says, you have been a curse upon so lean, Brenros. You, you, you are a plague upon everything we do here. If it is me, as you say, then what can I do to stop it? What can be done? Why is this happening? You can stop with your your lies. You are a puppet for a traitor and you got a senator killed. You are a bane upon this city in Solene. High priest, I respect all that you've done. All that you You have respect nothing! You've cursed us, and now Solene has stripped me of much of my power. As often is done when one loses their way in the service of Solene. Not to me! State your intention, High Priest. My intention is to remove the curse upon Solene, and that means removing you! And he lashes out with magic a la the Emperor from Return of the Jedi. Uh, make a <laughs> reflex saving throw, Sir Renros. Uh, is my group standing behind me? They are behind you. Make your roll, and then we'll see who else needs to make a roll. <laughs> uh. Roll bad! If I choose not to make the roll, can I bear the brunt of it and not have it go through? You can indeed. Uh, then I will do that. I will try to quickly flash my shield forward to brace the blow. Oh, huge damage. 26 points of electrical Jedi damage is dealt to you. Uh, he zaps you and and, and uh, light uh, flashes in his eyes and uh, he just looks enraged. And then he starts to warble a little bit, loses a little bit of control. And then shoom, he teleports completely gone from that space, but then you can hear his voice maybe 50, 80 feet away somewhere within this ring chamber. Where? And in his place, he has been swapped out, positions swapped out with a a creature, a Vire Capurian that is a new type of Vire. It has got this humanoid shape with those smooth black tendrils that make up its mass, almost like a, a black mop, if you will. Uh, but it, this one, unlike the other Vires that have been consuming things, this one has uh, a red core on the inside of fire. Uh, so it's this humanoid draped um, uh, uh, tendril creature that now is also lashing out at you guys. And we have a combat on our hands. So let's switch to combat mode. Yeah, just so I make sure I'm not behind the curve. We didn't heal or anything like that. We just got done, right? <laughs> right up the stairs. Take a 10 okay. minute rest. <laughs> no, okay. we're uh, in bad shape. Some of so, us are. So when you uh -huh. say all my spell slots are gone, what exactly do you mean by all? <laughs> uh, as far as Brenner's would be able to tell if he is still out of touch with Solene. Ooh, that's a good question. Make a quick religion roll for me, and you only need a 18 or higher. It's pretty easy. Alright. Religion. 
A 27. You, with the attack by the high priest of this temple, you feel reinvigorated and reconnected with your goddess, uh, the goddess of duty and loyalty, Soline. She is definitely granting you a boon of your your lay on hands power back again uh, to deal with this particular threat. And I'm going to share a map with you guys right now. I'm sharing. Hopefully, it will all work out just great. Boom. Yeah. Let's see it. Okay, that looks not cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> that, looks, that looks pretty cool. Like a Doctor Who burn with us. Um, <laughs> type of an enemy. All right. Uh, so that's where we're at. We've got essentially this big circle with a line cut through. The, it's like a donut with a line cut through the middle of a corridor to join through. You've got some more of those energy uh, uh, consecrated safe spots. Some of the last spots that some of you, Brenros in particular, Master Yaru, maybe Sildren, you guys, more of that spiritual nature, have a vibe that these small little sections, it's just, it's, uh, imagine the temple is bright and clean and well-kept by priests, and this eight, ten-foot section is all that's left of that. The rest is darkened and gloomy. So there's two of these uh, on either side of this wide donut, and this donut's maybe like, I keep calling donuts, like maybe... 150, 100 feet uh, wide. So there's two of these last safe spots and you three kind of view them as the last supporting pillars of holy space holding up this consecrated um, uh, uh, holy spot for the goddess Soline. Each of those, there's two of them, have one of these smaller vires that are uh, clawing and raking at them. Your heroes are now surrounding, uh, almost surrounding this strange uh, uh, vire, uh, this red vire. And then the high priest has teleported or been teleported to the other side of the chamber. That's where we're at right now. And I've already pre-rolled initiative. And first up is Master Yaru. Okay. Um... I will. After you, Master Yairu. You're doing an after you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, by was... the way, looking at the numbers, it looks like Master Yaru and, uh, rolled a natural 20 on his initiative. Just after this. Okay. Does that mean I get to start wherever I want on the board? Uh, no. <laughs> that means you go first. Oh, uh, Piercy, you're going last anyways. You got to tell me that before. <laughs> oh. I still get Panetta. And can you give me a quick like how far away is that uh, figure? I'm guessing that's Paislin down on the bottom right. Southeast, yeah, the old wizard looking dude. And how far away is he? He is, where are you? You're there. You're you're looking at 20, 20, 40, 60, 80. He's about 90 to 100 feet uh, running in a zigzag to get there. Okay, and the the closest, consecrated sphere to the left of me to uh-huh. the west how far is that that's about 50 feet ah damn okay um i can't quite make it there uh yet so i'll just attack this guy just north of me uh, i'll just move right over to him that's the red guy yes um so i'll just Ooh, actually my first action i will enter my tiger stance Ooh, new stance. Yes, so in honor of my brothers, the tiger. 
you just see his claws extend in all four of his paws. He goes into a real, you know, Kung Fu Panda pose. Uh, that. <laughs> Starts coming at his enemies from the side with an arch yeah. back. <laughs> I just sneak attack, sneak attack. Um, and I can step in tiger stance. Falls I on can... his side and just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in tiger stance, I can actually step 10 feet instead of five feet. So is that guy 10 feet away from me? Yes. I will step to him and attack. All right, that's a Dave. step is one action. Attack is a second action. Are you doing a flurry of attacks? I'll do a flurry of blows. That is two blows. In my tiger claw strike. First is a 36 to hit. Wow, that's a good Second that. is the 32 to hit. What? Wow. Come uh, that is a, that's a hit and a hit. All right. Master Hero has come to play. The tigers treat me well. Ooh, with 18 and 29 points of damage. 30, 47 by my oh, math. Wow. Jeez, man. Yeah. Um, and you did, hold on, just double checking this and this. You, uh, you, you, you pummel repeatedly. And you've got that flame coming off your hand wraps, cold coming off of the other, and the creature is, is being impacted. Its little tendrils are getting beaten and crushed, but it is absolutely still standing. What number did I just say? 47? 47. 47. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, is this creature made of flame or is it just like a red energy? Or it's, it's, it's made of the same black, black, uh, moppy, okay. uh, uh, tendrils, but inside you can see there's a flame that comes through some okay. of the seams of that. And it's a vire Copernicus or something? Ca- Ca- Capirian. <laughs> Capirian. Viner um, Capirian. Uh, uh, and you still have one more action left, uh, actually. Your tiger stance. Step, oh, yeah, move. Attack. And yeah, you're good. Palik would like to run up and flank this, 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 this weirdo. Is that what's two your, moves? What's your move speed? 30. Uh, you're good. That's one move? Yes. Sweet. Uh, I will attack it twice. Um, well, my first will be with my dagger. For a 28. 28. Uh, you cut it. Yes, you do. Sweet. And he's flat-footed, so I get the sneak attack bonus. So 22 damage. Wow. 22. Three of that, three of that being electrical. Okay. Um, 22 points of damage. This guy does not have the benefits of the electrical, the penalty you were dealing with before. Perfect. Uh, what was the total damage again? 22. 22. Okay. And then I will strike with my rapier. For uh, I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use my halfling luck and re-roll that four All right. that I just rolled. This is once per adventure. Once per day. Once per day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. What'd you get? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. You try and stab it and you miss. Isn't that a yeah. twenty? Oh, it'd be a twenty-seven. Right. Twenty-seven. You stab it and you miss. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. Brenros. Uh, it is in range. I need to close the distance so then have both Palik and Master Yaru adjacent to me. If I can close All right. that gap, that's that would one. Be one. Uh, then I will 
raise my shield, and then I will attack. No flanking bonus, so a 26 to hit. You slash off a bit of chunks of this weird tendril stuff, but it doesn't uh, do any real damage. And that will conclude my turn. Why don't you get flanking? Uh, I'm Someone has to be on the other side. Yeah, someone has to be on the other side. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you raised a shield, is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay. Um, then it's Xanner. Ooh, uh, Xanner is going to, like before, uh, use all of his blue aura and kind of pull it up off of himself and cast Ice Storm on top of the, bru- the blue relic energy where the uh, Vire is down southwest of me. Okay, and we talked about Ice Storm, I think, in the after show of last episode. It's a little bit bigger. Instead of a five-foot square, it's five, 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 five. It's two, it's two by two five-foot squares, if that makes any sense. Yeah, kind of a... Kind of yeah, a I was worried you are going to cast it on the on the, on the, the Vire Capiria, which is surrounded by friends. So are we. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, All right. no, I, I, I'm sending it down. Uh, so I... Uh, based on what I'm looking at here, I, I can definitely catch the vire in it, and I yes. want to cover the whole area of the relic and its Ooh, energy in the art. Right. Nice. You're doing damage well and zoning there. the area. Correct. Okay. Uh, does it have to make a roll? It does What's get a spell? reflex save, which you are welcome to just forfeit if you would prefer. No. It slowly shambles out of the way and gets a 23. 23, uh, let me double check my, my levels. I got confused on this one last time. Uh, my caster level is... Dang, so then you want to 20, it should be 26, I think. Six, it is a DC of 26. He does not succeed. All right, he enjoys all the damage. All right, so he will be taking... All of this, which is 10 nice. bludgeoning and... All of this, which is nine ice damage, so 19 total. And then he will continue taking that damage if he ends his turn there each turn. Is that right? Uh, If he uh, did it too, if he's, let me see. uh, He's concealed now. Any creature that ends its turn inside the storm takes four cold damage. Thanks. Um, Spells. I'm just going to double check. This was Ice Storm. Level four. Oh, this is the one that takes three actions. You cast, you heal everyone in there. 2d8 bludgeon, 2d8 coal. Slow sneak turn. It makes uh, difficult terrain. Makes them concealed is another big factor. Uh, And then they take four cold damage as they end their turn. uh, Each one. Got it. Okay. Um, Then it is after Xanar comes the Vire Capirian, the large red one. It reaches out with a uh, a tendrilled fist that flares with a bit of flame, black tendrils with flame behind it, and punches at Yaru uh, with a total of... Ah! Yaru grabs onto that punch and does a judo toss and drops it prone with a critical fumble. Oh! It wasted its second action standing up. And then it turns to punch Palik instead. <laughs> God bless America. 29? That hits. All right. You have been hit for 
21 points of bludgeoning and fire damage as you are hit but man it lo- it missed and lost an action so I will I will follow with that uh, can't make eye contact with me right now <laughs> the retributive strike uh, that will uh, block 10 points of damage to Polik. and then I will follow through with an attack all right which is a 37 to hit. 37. Whoa, that is a huge hit. Not a critical, but you hit. I will do 18 in punishing damage. Free 18 damage is... Got it. Okay. Um, uh, can I... Uh, I want to add on top What's of with that? all the interruptions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come Oppor- on. Opportune, opportune, back, <laughs> opportune backstab here. Oh, what's, we got like a combo this? action going on. What is yeah, this? Yeah, it's a reaction when another of my friendos hits somebody in my... Uh, <laughs> In my area. Yes. Uh, hold on. Ju- judges, judges are double checking. Oh, Oppor- yeah, that's what opportune backstab. A creature within your melee reach is hit by a melee attack from one of your allies. When enemy is hit, you capitalize it, make a strike. All right, burning your reaction to also yeah. get a strike. Holy moly. Oh, um, my God. I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn a burn a hero point there. Natural one. Oh. I'll give you uh, Soldier. I'll give you one of his. To... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All I that mean... woohoo. Yeah, and I still only got a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. Oh. Oh, there you go. Wow. For sixteen points of damage. <laughs> We just turned into the bullies, just pushing this kid against each other in the circle. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna cry? You're gonna cry? You're gonna cry? <laughs> Anybody it's see the finale were... of The Boys season two? Yeah, because yeah, there's a scene go. where girls get it done. Uh, yeah, there were four of you that got to beat up on him before he finally got to go, and then he rolls a natural one, uh, and then he gets the hell beat out of him anyway. <laughs> Uh, Sildren, your turn. <laughs> um, okay, so Sildren will head to the east about... So I'm still within 30 feet of Palik, but hopefully uh, within um, line of sight of the Vire as well. And then I will turn back towards Palik, and um, there we go. And I will cast one of my final big heals, take note, people, um, to her. Uh, Healing 31 points of damage. And then what's my range to the Vire? Vire is 90 currently. Okay, thank you. That was everything for me. Um, Thank you! And I give you a little little wink. Stop getting hit! What did he say? What is he saying? Uh, what is he getting hit on. <laughs> it is now the high priest, uh, Paislin, perhaps former high priest, Paislin, uh, <laughs> is uh, going now. And you can just hear him uh, uh, mumbling, uh, you, will, you, will, you will die of your fears. You will, you will suffer so much for all of this. You've disgraced Soline and he casts a long-range spell at Sir Brenros, of course. He casts mm-hmm. it at Sir Brenros, and Sir Brenros, you find behind you a 
seven and a half foot tall, enraged, red, flaring eye, long face, glistening armor, huge sword with Calavier badge of uh, Sir Kendall right behind you, bringing this brutal blow. I need you to make a will save. This is a emotion, fear, illusion, mental, and death type spell. Okay. Does he need line uh, of sight to do that? Can, not on this one. Not on can this I, one. Does this hurt? Can I can I can I visualize oh. this as well, well, well. <laughs> uh, okay, so all of that craziness. And this is a will save. A will save is correct. Uh I got a two on that roll. I will burn a hero point for this one. Right. Getting them out of the way early. <laughs> yeah. Can't get worse than a two, right? Oh, God. Right, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. A 33. Ooh, you did not want to trigger a critical failure on that one. I'll tell you that much. Uh, a 33 is a success. With a success, you are still trembling in fear. You feel the pain as this ghostly sword from Kendall swipes through you, and then the ghost image of Kendall disappears. Even with a success, you take seven points of mental damage and you are frightened one. Mm. Okay, seven points. Imagine a failure, then imagine a criminal there. All right, Uh, and Paislin is good there. Next up is a Vire. The Vire, who is on the east side in line of Sildren, is clawing uh, at the repeatedly clawing and does massive critical hit on its second attack and starts shredding. It's, oh, no. it's, it looks like it's clawing an empty space and it starts tearing at this almost sphere of, of, of clarity, this last bit of consecrated uh, holy space and starts tearing and it starts getting smaller and smaller and the creature starts biting and ripping out and almost eating this invisible space. Uh, and that is it for that one. The other one that is in the ice storm is also going to attack attack its sphere. Um, Oh God, nope, nope. Terrible rolls, terrible rolls, all single digit rolls and it ends its turn there, then taking four points of frost damage from the ice storm. Yeah, it is. So the far Uh, one did the most damage to that. On the right side, east side. Uh, Last uh, but not least is Piercy Von Skeetenlever. Piercy Von Skeetenlever wants to um, run all the way to the east and tumble through that vire onto the sacred little circle there. You want to tumble through, okay. Yeah. One that's not the ice storm, correct? Right. Um, Question. If I have a circumstance bonus of plus one um, because of uh, an ability Mm -hmm. and then another circumstance bonus of plus one because of uh, an item, Mm -hmm. do they add? They do not. That is Pathfinder's stick. You can have a circumstance bonus, I think an item bonus, and some other type, maybe a status bonus. So there's three or four different okay. uh, adjectives. They ne- Those adjectives never stack. The different adjectives will stack. Okay. Uh, so you're about 100 feet away. How many actions will it take for you to get there? Um, it'll take all three, but I can, I can still tumble, tumble through, through with my third, yeah. 
All right, so you're racing all the way to the east side, heading towards the last bit of consecrated space that's badly damaged, and you're going to tumble through. Uh, I believe that's a acrobatics roll versus the creature's reflex. These things have not been the most nimble. Yep. Go ahead and make that acrobatics roll. Okay. Natural uh, 20. Woo! Go ahead Plus and take one. A, go ahead and take a bonus fourth action then. Okay. Uh, with my panache that I have already, um, and I just tumbled through, and so he's now he's flat-footed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do a, a, a finisher. Classy. Stylish. Uh, 30. 30 is a hit. Two, I believe, with a flat-footed. Still a hit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um so 19 points of damage all right not bad uh, he just tumbles through pops up behind him surprise and just in front of him really came from behind oh yeah i guess i guess so through the tenderly legs uh success as you move through and treat the squares divulging if you don't have just uh same effect when attempt an acrobatic check you can tumble through uh it does not say they're flat-footed Oh, okay. Um, on that one. Anyways, you still hit and you still do the damage. That was 19 points of damage, really? which um, has that. And that was that mm. one. Got it. All right, you covered a lot of ground. Uh, you've, your panache, though, is spent. It is Master Yaru's turn at the stop of the initiative. Right now, we have Yaru, uh, Brenros, and Palik all surrounding this red uh, uh, Vire uh, Capirian. Okay. And it right now, you can see it's charging up uh, fire in both hands, and it's going to try and uh, zap two people on its turn when it gets a chance. Well, thank you for telling me. Uh, I'm just going to flurry of blows once again at him with the tiger stance, tiger claw strike, I should say. Mm, not great. A 24 for the first, and only a 21 for the he, second. He is flanked. But... Oh, okay. A 26 and a 23. 26 and 26. So yeah, uh, Alistair, there's this thing called flanking. You don't know about it. <laughs> You've been playing an archer for way too yeah, long. Steady in the back. <laughs> uh, you you, uh, you uh, hit hit and he dodges it and gets out of the way on both uh, of those. You still have two actions though. Oh, okay. Um, screw it. Let's just continue the assault. Oh, horrible attack. Worse. I know. There we go. There's one with the uh, 26. With a 28 with flanking, you hit. Aha! Finally. Last blow. Last one hits. See his confidence. Attack. 24 points of damage. 24 is huge. That last Um, frustrated. (laughs) Another big blow. Um, you like you've done before that last blow with the tire you do like this raking thing and several of those tendrils come off in your hands mm-hmm. uh, which is great and violent uh, Palik you're on the other um, side I know I want to uh, so Tim you were doing a tumble through I want to do a tumble behind which is uh, a, a skill I have and that's when they're flat footed that's flat footed okay yeah. okay what so, is tumble um, behind you tumble under and behind your foe to catch them while you tumble through. They are flat-footed. You don't need to do that at all. You already have him flat-footed. He cannot be any more flat-footed. Oh, well, okay, back cool. Um, then I will uh, attack with my dagger first. All right. 
with a 24. 24. Nope. He is yep. dodging and weaving. And then I will attack with my rapier. Oh, no. oh that was again. so close. With a 19. 19, no. Yeah, and then I'll attack again with my rapier for a 28. 28 is a hit. Last hits, you guys so are good. So dumb. Uh, for 11. That was oh, low no, damage. Uh, 11 points of damage. All right. Um, oh, no, he's flat-footed. Hold on. I'm going to add... Uh, Oh, you're uh, so twenty-one points of damage. Hey, what was that? Go. What was that extra damage from? Can you want to tell us? Uh, it's my sneak attack. Gotcha. You just doubled your damage. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Brenros, you're up. All right. Also next to this big red guy. Uh, just uh, for my edification, the Vire considered more scavenger-like rather than pure evil. They just feed off of consecration. Is that an appropriate assessment? Um, they are... They're not evil. They don't seek out to do evil things, but okay. their end result still tends to be violent. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, will... and you also, if I can interrupt one more yeah. time, you also are hearing some strange little whispers in your ear from a distant high priest, by the way. Mm. A distant high priest, right. Uh, the uh, frightened condition affects me how? Uh, it's minus one to everything you do until the end of your turn, and then it goes away. Okay. And you have several several uh, counters to frighten, though. Yes, but uh, as you pointed out, you said it disappears at the end of my turn. Yes. My counters engage at the same time. So. Okay. All right, uh, the first is a slash on the creature, which is a 31. 33 with the, f no, you are not flanking. 31 is a hit. <laughs> I tried to help. So Tom, there's this thing called flanking. <laughs> so actually I have a question. If Polik had gotten, if she had done her tumble through thing and gotten flat footed, would that have then counted for Brenrose? No, it's oh. only for her. Oh, okay. 21 for this. Wow, that's attack. big damage for Brenros. The league does not help anyone else. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. You shred and you hack and you hack and huge sections are coming out of you and you, you, you're tearing out big chunks of this creature's weird tendril body. All right. Second attack is incoming. That is going to be a miss with a 16. Okay. Uh, the next will be bracing with a shield. Okay. Concludes my turn. Xanner, you're kind of in the northwest section. You just dropped some ice. What's next? I turn around the other direction, throw my aura up the exact same way, and throw another ice storm across the room at the other holy relic environ that's standing over there. Right, you great. do what? Crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, your noodle. You cannot, as you cannot see it. Oh, I can't see it. I thought that was like a like a gap. Those are walls. Sorry, yeah, that's a wall between you. Mm, that's so that middle section is a wall, not like a pathway. Correct. I should have okay. made that more clear. Okay. Well, the, no, the, the, the middle section is a pathway, but then there's those two little uh, semicircle okay. gotcha. walls. So, are we talking about the middle section or the middle? Section? <laughs> so they're in the middle, right? <laughs> what was the middle part again? Which one's bunch the middle? Bunch of buster signs. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, in that case, uh, Xander's gonna move up towards Sildren so that he can see around the wall. 
Okay. So that, uh, how far is that? He's just trying to get visual to the other one that's over there. So if he moves uh, there, is that it? That is two move actions for you to get there. But but he's a gnome. Yep, okay. That, that works okay. Three move okay. action. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, with the two move actions, Xander uh, will take his uh, his staff. He will point it at the fire and cast Ray of Frost. Oh, that's a one action spell. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. It is. It is not. No. That's, that's what. I, okay. yeah. That's my way of saying it's not a one action. Spell. You can't do that. Uh, when did you make it a one action spell? Is the other version of that. <laughs> I feel fancy. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightning bolt's bad. Oh, but fire's good. So uh, instead, Zander will cast. Uh, actually, he's going to keep that same staff and he's going to cast Acid Arrow. Oh, is that a one-action spell? God damn it! No, it's not. Xander's gonna put up his shield. <laughs> no, he's gonna run closer. Xander's just gonna storm downstairs and ah! stomping, <laughs> uh, keeping both of them in vision except for the one he just put the ice storm on. How come Piercy got an extra action? You <laughs> can't even understand that guy. <laughs> There's like right. this fight going around this red, weird, fiendish, demonic, crazy thing with three people, and Xander's just running back and forth. Ah! <laughs> ah! 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 Uh, yeah, so Xander uh, will actually take all three move actions to get himself in a range where he can see the, the red guy that's about to die and the vire that's about to get stabbed by Piercy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The red vire Capirian then goes, and as I said, it lashes out with two hands. Facing Brynros, a left hand blasts at Palik with a le- electrical energy, I'm sorry, fire energy, and a right hand blasts Yaru, uh, and it is an attack against your armor class. Palik is up first with a 24 only. No way. Ah, and a 23 against Yaru. This yeah. Not a chance. Another question. And he is going Just, to uh, tactically withdraw a little bit uh, and go about 25 feet away. Oh, uh, if only we had an ignore. <laughs> yeah. I'm all the hell out of this. would be. Sildren, you're up north, kind of keeping an eye on everything. Yeah, Sildren, um, seeing that <laughs> nobody's good. in current imminent danger of dying, um, theoretically, uh, Sildren will extend a hand and cast Ray of Frost at the Vire to the southeast. Okay, the one with Piercy. Correct. And that is a 33 to hit. Is a connection. Woohoo! That's what I was gonna do! And it takes 12 points of damage. That's taken some. Got it. Cold damage. Yep, cold damage. And then uh, I will also activate my uh, bracelet of dashing. And that will be everything that I do. All right. Uh, Brenros, the whispers grow louder in your ear. You hear the uh, beckoning words of, "You are a failure. You, you, you must, you must show your true colors and 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 hurt all that you care about." Make a willpower saving throw, Sir Brenrose, as High Priest Paislin casts more magic upon you. Uh, do I get the feeling from this he's directly trying to influence me, or is he trying to uh, just frighten me? 
He is trying to influence you with a mental spell. Influence me with a mental spell, will you? Uh, let's see. Here. All right. <laughs> Hold on, I have something. Uh, let's see here. Uh, gonna get to the right tab again. Willpower save. Done. Mm. Ah, again, uh, a two was rolled. Uh, I do not like that, so I will throw a hero point to that. My last one. And it's here worth we go. It. A thirty-two. That's better. Pretty sure that's the same result as last time. Jeez, with a thirty-two, uh, you hear his words as though they are just words in your ear, and there is no spell effect upon you whatsoever. And again, you have gone from a massive critical failure uh, to a huge, a nice success. Well done. And um, if I may, is he going to stay? Yeah, she has something else. Uh, one second here. Hmm? Uh, let's see. Uh, attempting to be directly uh, influenced via mental effect to directly control my actions. Does that sound like what he's trying to do? It does. What, what You have some ability up your sleeve? Haughty obstinacy. I am what? inborn knight. <laughs> Arrogance, if you will. Your powerful ego makes it harder for others to order you around. If you roll a success on a saving throw against a mental effect that attempts to directly control your actions, you instead get a critical success instead. Uh, the target is unaffected and knows that, uh, so I now have to reveal everything pretty much about this spell. So he was going to take control of you, and as long oh, as it no. wasn't self-destructive, he was going to command you to assault your nearest friends Yeesh. with all your strength. If you failed, uh, it would have lasted a minute, but you rolled a critical failure to start with. That would have lasted one hour. Oh my god! Uh, and not only that, one hour, regardless if he's alive or not. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. To give you an idea. Wow, haughty obstinacy indeed. Um, so we would have had to take out Sir Primrose yeah. for like a full hour. Yeah, it would have sure been. Did. It would have been episode sixteen of season one all over again. <laughs> <laughs> same exact character. Same. same yep. Same one. Player. All right, there's a fire to the southeast that has been getting hit by Piercy and I think Sildren just yep. recently hit him. Yep. Uh, it is, it's going to attack Piercy once with a 33 to hit. Oh, yep, that hits. Hits you with a big 29 bludgeoning damage. Okay. <laughs> okay, suck it up. <laughs> still standing, still hanging in there? Yeah. Okay, uh, for its second attack, it then bites hard at the uh, reality of holy space, trying to get the last remnants and tear it free, making another roll. And critically succeeds and shatters oh. that section oh. of consecrated space, leaving just one left here on the upper chamber. The whole uh, upper chamber starts to shake a bit and get a little bit darker. And you can uh, see that uh, if you remember from last episode, there's this black sphere around the, uh, the temple. You can see it like quiveringly getting a little closer. And it's now within these walls, um, just on the outskirts. Uh, wow. The... 
Uh, next Vire, which is on the southwest, is going to stay there and attack the consecrated space. Single digit, single digit. Uh, minus 10 is uh, minor damage. It minorly claws at the last bit, uh, but it's still holding bright this little sphere of, of, of holy space. Um, that's all three actions, and then it takes four more points of annoying uh, ice damage. Freeze! Um, and then Piercy. So, um, real quick, when Piercy did tumble through into that consecrated space, he was kind of expecting to have some of the same like benefits of when he did that in the previous battle. Yes, you get some benefits as well. Slightly different than before. You get eight temporary hit points. You get plus three on your next attack. And... If that and that attack only uh, hits, you do an extra eight points of positive or uh, uh, okay. uh, lawful uh, damage. All right, eight. cool. All right, so he's feeling he's feeling a little extra. Yeah, Celine, um, the power of Celine is, is is aiding you. All right, uh, he looks at the vire and he looks at his short sword. Excuse me, and he says, um, uh, uh, "You roughing some uh, some of yourself on my sword." Here, let me try and uh, and wipe it off between your tendrils. And uh, he takes some shots at him with some Bon Mo. Ooh, all right. This is versus its will, if I remember yep. correctly. You're, you're insulting the pile of tendrils. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you need to make the roll. Oh, I make the roll. Sorry. Yeah. What do I roll? Just 20. Uh, it's well. Look at your bon mo. I can't remember. Is it is it diplomacy or intimidation? Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, sorry. Deception. Um, diplomacy. So skills. I can say diplomacy. Okay. Gotta find diplomacy. It's under D. You're under my D. What? It's twenty-eight. 28, uh, with a nice big roll, you were just now, remember from last session, this has no effect on these creatures. Ah! Well, <laughs> All right, um, I just do a regular attack. The D is for no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, here we go. 26 plus three, 29. Oh, that's right, it's a hit. And the power of Celine compels you. The power of Celine compels you. <laughs> uh, 16 damage. 16. These are plus, plus D8 as well. Plus, oh, plus eight. Plus eight. Or plus eight, yeah. So 24. 24. Um, and then he takes one, his last action to step away. You're going to try and step away a little bit out of it. Okay. I like that. First uh, at the top is Yaru. So Yaru, Palik, and Brenros, you guys have had your enemy move away about 20, 25 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and remind me how far away the um, Vire on the southeast, southwest is? Uh, 60, 70, sorry, 70. 70 feet, damn. Um, okay, uh, Yaru's just going to, like, after the shaking uh, kind of stops a little bit, Yaru's going to turn to Palik and Brenros and just say, we must stop these creatures from taking the spheres. And I will use two actions to run into the blue sphere 
Okay. Uh, realizing that it is covered in an ice storm, but hoping that Celine's energy will protect me from the cold. All right. It won't. <laughs> do three points worth of help. Ron Howard. <laughs> It'll do three points worth of help, so that's good enough for me. Uh, all right, you get all the benefits as you're in within that holy sphere of energy. Uh, Soline starts to bless you a bit. Uh, you get all the benefits I mentioned earlier with Tim, uh, which I believe was eight temporary hit points, plus three to your next attack, and if that hits, uh, eight additional lawful damage. Okay, and I will use my last focus spell, uh, and I will call upon all of my uh, key energy, and I will produce a key strike against right. this creature, and it will be a uh, uh, flurry of blows, tiger claw strike. Ooh, all right. So it is concealed inside the ice storm. Now that he's in the ice storm with it, does that change anything? It's only for the range attacks. Yes. No, it's, I think it's into or out of, so we're fine. He's, you guys are, you two are not concealed against each other. You're good, Yaru. Okay. So key strike gives you uh, a bonus. A plus one. Uh, so that would be a plus four, technically. Yes. Uh, with, the, with Celine's blessing. For the first one. And you deal an additional 1d6 damage. So this is just a okay. souped up street fighter, <laughs> uh, yeah. pseudo magical series of punches. There is a 37 to hit. 37 is a hit. And, oh, I'm going to use a hero point for that one. 14 is better than a two. Yes, it is. And a 31 to hit. And, uh, no, th that bonus is only for the first uh, Oh, it is, attack. okay. Uh, but you do hit with both. The first one gets eight additional damage. Both of your strikes hit. Racing across the room, he gets both hits in. So that's 30 plus 30, that's 36. Uh, no, we're just gonna do a full eight. So 38 points of damage. Well, it would be 22 plus eight and then the six and then a D six, right? What's the D six for? What's the D six? My key strike. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's 28 plus eight more is 34 by my math. Okay. That was for six. the first blow and the second one gets yeah. to go through as well without the bonus damage. Did you say 28 plus 8 more is 22. 34? 36. 36. 36. By my math. And then... Yeah. Get lightning bolt. Yeah, that's what I said. 36 and then 22. All right. 58. All right, tons yeah. of damage. What's really cool is that he did the flurry as the last action. So yeah. he did all this other stuff and still got two attacks off, uh, which is great. Um, you are the you're the fire slayer, Master Yaru. Can I take it down? Um, no. Police, you're out. Let's say it. Yeah. Um, I would like to tumble behind this uh, fire captain. All right, make a acrobatics roll. A. 22. 22. Bonk! You are stopped as it holds out a hand like your Joe Pesci swinging futilely in front of it. Perfect. So then I will attack with uh, my dagger. With a, a 20. 20. And I'll You're attack with away. my rapier. Yeah, just swinging and doing nothing. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. So it's like I waited all this time for my turn for that. Sir Renros! Yeah. 
Ferberinros. I see that. I see that. I see that. Okay. How far away is the uh, the creature to me? Uh, the the red guy. Yeah. Uh, twenty five feet. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, if I can get up on it on one action, that'd be great. Nope, two actions to get there, because your speed is 20. I can get it up in one action. What? You could get flanking, actually, with two actions. Uh, we'll do that, then. All right. What's your third uh, action going to be? Third action will be to take a swipe. And we'll do that. Oh, this is covering this. There we go. This thing has been beaten to high heck. Oops. Get him, Brenros. Chase it down. Trying. You get to the other side, you get a plus two flanking bonus. Sorry, technical difficulty. It's trying to keep its eye on both you and Palik. Shit. 26 to hit. 26. You swing with a yell, but come up with nothing but air. Nothing but air is what I got. Sildren. I think it's Xanner. Yeah. You're, you're a little Xander, bit ahead. and then Let's the Vire, and then... Right. I mean, you Xander. can skip the Vire, Captain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, if it's a one-to-one swap, you can switch. <laughs> like, Xanner and the Vire can both, you know, we're good. Oh, you already took out the light power to the, the dark balls getting quivering. It's making me uncomfortable. Quit talking about balls, Xanner. Xander, uh, holding his staff that he was getting ready for the Ray of Frost and running in action, uh, uh, switches, switches the flip, changes the uh, the casting spell, and cast uh, Acid Arrow at the Vire. To the southeast that Piercy is running away from. Correct. Okay. Get your distance! It's a 23. 20. I'm going to actually use a hero point. All right. Fast and with these hero points to me. Yeah! For 28 to hit. 28 hits. There we go. For a full nice. 28 points of acid damage. 28 to that one. And it's got 1d6 of persistent now. And it has persistent damage, you're saying. Correct. Curse acid 1d8, 1d6? 6, 1d6. 1d6, got it. Cool. Uh, I think you have one more action left. Otherwise, the Vire Capirian is going. Uh, Xander's going to start running south, so he's going to keep making the loop. So he was going going All clockwise right. up and around the top. He's going to keep going clockwise. and start going for his best mile. What's your move speed, Xander? Uh, it's 25. All right, you're good there. Uh, the Vire Capirian, which is <laughs> barely hanging in there, turns and focuses with uh, gleaming red eyes at Sir Brenros and uh, reaches out to say hello with a big punch for a 30 to hit. 30 will make contact. All right, you have been hit for 21 points of bludgeoning and fire damage. Is that added together? Or is that in combination? It's, com it's combined. Okay. I can break it up if you have certain resistances to one or the other. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm doing the math right. All right. Uh, it makes a man strong if the strike it. And then you are grabbed by it as well. Uh, and ah! it burns as it as it holds on to you. You take an additional 
This is a second action, but it's free. Take an additional four points of fire damage and will continue to take uh, fire damage at the end of each of your turns as long as you remain grabbed. With its last action, it will blast out fire at you, uh, Palik, with a 27 to hit. Ooh, um, that'll hit. You are blasted out for 20 points of uh, fire. Isn't it flat-footed? No. That does not affect its chance to hit. Okay. Uh, And you're still, police still good. Uh, Sildren. Uh, Making life difficult for Sildren. Yeah, there's things I want to do, but I, I, I'm I just can't. so far away. It's not even a matter of distance. It's just uh, I need to heal people. Um, do it. So Sodren will draw his staff of healing. Will <laughs> reluctantly. Go, yeah. Uh, will <laughs> travel to the west here, kind of about thirty feet, I guess. Um, actually, I can move much further. I can move 45 at the moment, I believe. What? Oh, right. You got your uh, your bracelet activated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so moving 45. So I'm going to move kind of southwest here-ish. I suppose I can hit 45. Um, and then use... Actually, I can't because... That's, that's like 90 feet right there. You can go back to here for 45. Okay. Um, and then I will use my staff of healing, greater healing, on... Uh, Pierce, uh, Palik again. All right. So then the staff of greater healing, it was 2d6 before. Did that change with the greater healing? Because it's not listed on the information anymore. Uh, I'm not sure I follow you. The, the greater staff increased charges and available spells. Or okay. Added available spells. Gotcha. But still... So it's 2d6 plus something. What's the actual heal for for that staff? Um, I got to go take a look Sorry. at this. Is, that's all right. Um, I think it's 2d6 plus four or something. Staff of greater healing. Uh, you're expending a a heal, you're, yes? It's There's a specific... Uh, I, I don't know. I thought there was a an amount to it. Maybe I'm thinking of the gloves... Yeah, this is this is uh, this just has uh, uh, staff a, charges inside okay. that you can then use. So to just cast a level pressure. one heal. Okay. Okay. Uh, plus two, I believe. Um, yes. So I will heal, and that will be for. Uh, it's going to be. Why is that not showing up? Let's try that again. For uh, be six plus eight, fourteen points of damage. To All right. Bleak. So this is like Sildren really wanting some Doritos, but it's at the bottom of the bag and he's just getting the crumbs out. He's just doing his best to get any bit of goodness out as the heels uh, are getting really he's, low. He's wondering if he should moisten his finger or not to really get the... <laughs> getting a little bear, guys. Anyone want to lick these fingers? We're getting Going on. to level two. <laughs> yeah. Sildren is done uh, with a frantic... Uh, 
screeching, no! Yell, High Priest Pacelin moves like crazy uh, around the bottom section, avoiding Master Yaru, although he is not happy uh, about you uh, dealing with that weird fire. Um, but he runs around to the west side and then says, everything that's gone wrong is your fault, Brenros! And with his two hands, launches out a never-ending gust of ice and cold and horrific nasty frost that blasts in a huge cone out from his hands, hitting Sir Brenros, Palik, the Vire Capirian, and Sildren for a massive amount of cold damage. I need each of you to make a reflex save. Is that reflex uh, save uh, retarded in some way for my uh, being held? Uh, no, I don't think so. We'll just say it's not for now, just okay. to speed things up. Sildren's 34. 21, no, 30, 23 for Brenros. Okay. 121 for Palik. All right, Brenros and Palik, you guys take full damage, and the Vire Capirian and uh, Sildren take <laughs> half damage. And let me figure out how to do 12d6 here. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. 11, 12. Here we go. Oh, it's blocked. That is 20 points of damage to Sildren and the Vire Capirian. It is 40 points of cold damage to Palik and Sir Brenros. You guys are frosted over, blast. Brenros, you hold up your shield and it's almost like uh, the, the ice is just blasting off for days off of it. These icicles hanging off of it, frost hitting your beard. Uh, Palik, you are frozen uh, and dropped, or are you still standing? Barely, but I'm barely still did you say? Did you say cold and piercing? Just cold, just cold. Just cold? Brenros falls into unconsciousness. Oh. And oh, Brenros man. drops, shivering and then going still. And collapsing on top of him is a big pile of black tendrils with a fire that goes out within them as the Vire Capirian is killed in collateral damage by High Priest Paislin. And High Priest Paislin says, yes, Soleen curses you as she has me. And the regular fire on the Southeast closes, ignores Piercy, ignores Xanner, and runs, one, two, three, all the way over to the last section of Holy Consecrated Ground, but can't quite get there in time. Uh, and the last one is going to attack, um, this is the one that is next to Master Yaru, attacking Master Yaru with a critical hit. Oh my gosh. Uh, for, I gotta roll it twice, right? For 44 points of damage, um, bludgeoning damage to Master Yaru. Did you already have 44 points of damage? Uh, no, I just Oh, that was the first one. All right, so it's just just huge hammering fist, just smashing and smashing and smashing. With its second attack, it will hit you again with a 27 to hit. That does hit. For... Oh, 11 points of damage. That's a huge difference. Uh, that was minimum damage. And then for its last attack, it attacks the Consecrated Space and does not succeed. Um, Piercy, what are you going to do? You're now left cold in the southeast section, far away from anything. 
Um, is is that Vire who just ran away from Piercy? Is he within eighty feet of Piercy? Mm, let's see. No, he's about uh ninety, I'd say. Did that Vire suffer some acid damage? Oh, he takes four cold damage, and the other one takes acid damage. You want to roll that, uh, acid boy? Yeah. Five points of acid. Got it. Um, all right then. Uh, Piercy will use all three actions to <laughs> catch up and tumble through uh, this vire that just ran away. Hey, you come back here! All right, make an acrobatics roll versus his reflex. Um, I'm gonna spin a hero point on that acrobatics roll. Because you only rolled a two. Because I only rolled a two. 16 plus 20 is 36, you uh, 37. Succeed. Ooh. You're on the other side and you that means for you, uh, you get your panache back, is that correct? I do get my panache. All right, you are cocked and loaded. Master Yaru, you are within this uh, last bit of consecrated space. You claim that bonus I gave you again. Eight mm. temporary hit points, plus three on your first attack, and that attack hits eight additional damage. I don't think, did you take your temporary hit points last time, Alistair? No, I don't think you did. Nope. You should grab half of them because you also finished your turn in cold, losing okay. four damage. Yeah, so, so <laughs> do this, and then I'll heal you four, and now you're good. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna continue my uh, tiger slashing assault on this guy. Flurry of blows first up. A 30 to hit and a natural one. I'm gonna, well, I only have one hero point left, but I'd really like to burn it. Um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna let that one stand. All right, the 30, the, first. the 30 is a hit. Go ahead and roll that damage. You get plus eight damage. Ooh, 22 points of damage. Uh, uh, incorrect. That is a 33 as the Blessing of Soline turns that into a critical hit. Roll that damage one more time for critical and okay. add it together. 32 points of damage. Plus the eight? Wow. Plus the eight. Plus the eight. Yep. Um, um, you slay that creature nice. uh, with a great deal of nice. endless violence, uh, separating, just flying tendrils off in the air, sending them in the opposite directions. And that was my first? That was your first. So take <laughs> back that critical failure. Uh, okay. You, that's, the, that's part of your flurry. It's done. It's missed. Uh, naturally, you still have two actions left. My second action, I will immediately run and tackle the high priest to the ground. All right, make an acro, I'm sorry, an athletics roll. As the globe goes <laughs> after the me. holy relic out. Ah! 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 <laughs> reality is not as I know it. Um, an athletics or acrobatics? Uh, athletics, if you're tackling him. Okay. Well, the good news is it's versus his athletics. Uh, 29. Uh, I'm not even Jeez. looking that up. That's that's a terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, you have him grabbed right now. Uh, so you've got uh, one of his arms uh, pinned, and he cannot leave the space he's at. He can still do things with his other arms unless you grab him again during your next turn. But you do have one arm pinned, and he cannot leave until he burns actions to try and get loose, which is not going to be easy for him. Um, and his unending ray of line of cone of ice is now ceased. It's gone, not a factor okay. at all. 
Nice. Pleak. You shrink Pleak. off ice from your head. Yeah. Uh, Pleak looks down at Brenros, looks over at Sildren with a super worried look, but uh, she's going to limp her way over to the high priest. I'm assuming that's two moves. Yes. And uh, attempt uh, a flank and then attempt to uh, take one of his eyes out. All right. <laughs> oh. With uh, with her rapier. And a uh, 27. 27 is a hit. Oh, nice. Oh, did and... the high priest? Hold on, let me double check. That may not be correct. That is a hit. I'm. You're good, you're good. So a total of 19 points of damage. 19 points. You strike him, you cut him, but he resists some of that damage. Um, just so you know. Okay. Um, that's it for Palik, Sir Brenrose. <laughs> <clears throat> Making a death save? No. Brenros is unconscious. Uh, Sir Brenros, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're unconscious, you go before the person who got you an initiative. Uh, so it is not your turn yet, Brenros. Okay. Uh, it is uh, Xanner's turn. Come on! <laughs> Everyone just ran away as I was around the corner. So Xander will keep going and uh, run down one full move speed. Is that there? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so uh, as if he can see it, Xander's going to point that uh, staff again and cast another acid arrow. At the Vire next to Piercy. All right. Next to Piercy. Yeah! For 29. 29 hits. Awesome. I'm going to hit him for 26 Ooh. points wow. of acid damage. 26 points of damage. Yeah. Piercy, you tumble underneath, spin around with your panache, and watch the fire melt before <laughs> your eyes as it is destroyed. I, I had him. <laughs> That's one for me. So <laughs> Uh, Take that script! <laughs> uh, Sildren will move standing over Brenrose. Um, he will tap him on the head with his staff. Uh, <laughs> Get up! <laughs> Rafiki slap. And, dun, dun, dun. and I also have Vital Beacon still running, so um, it'll be a total of 12 points of damage. And while I'm straddling him, I will look down and say, touch me. Teabag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You still have that uh, healing ability? Yeah, it's the uh, two of them were used last session. So I have my third of the vital beacons uh, right. still available. Okay. So what happened? I'm healed. How much? You're, 12. 12. So, Brenros, your eyes blink conscious. You are underneath Sildren. Wonder why he's seconds away from teabagging you. Uh, <laughs> and it is your turn. Uh, I... <laughs> Those are the new voices he's hearing in his head. <laughs> Make a will saving throw. <laughs> then a fortitude. Uh, in the, his, uh, he's, he's trying to get up. So while he's recovering from prone for one action, uh, he's using Sildren as kind of a, a climbing, cool. uh, 
Bram for his second to uh, to heal his way up. No, unfortunately, I only give you another seven, but seven more. Hey, thank you, thank you. I feel, I feel better. Where is he? Where did he go? To the south. And points. Just keep touching. Uh, just, just touching. <laughs> don't stop. No, wait, don't leave. Give me your hand. <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, <laughs> Renros, <laughs> my beacon's almost final. <laughs> uh, Brenros will uh, stumble down. Next to this. What? I'm sorry. Uh, Brenros will stumble down next to. Uh, uh, next to uh, Palik and uh, and uh, Master Yaru there. Can All right, in that same position. Yes. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah. after after reaching that position, he is now talking with some renewed vigor uh, to the uh, to the priest, uh, saying, um, uh, "You still have time to end this. You are not lost. Celine can find you again. You can be with her again." Give up this folly. And Brenros is slumped and clearly very injured uh, and pleading with the priest here. uh, Do this before the unthinkable is asked of us, that we have to remove one so devoted to Selene for so long. All right. In uh, his action, he will then turn around and say, never! And uh, <laughs> grabs on to the monk, actually, and curses <laughs> you. Soline curses you! And you need to make a fortitude saving throw, uh, Master Yaru, as the world starts to grow blurry in your eyes. Okay. That would be a 35, and I have passed to perfection, which means any success is a critical success. On fortitude saving throws? Yes. God darn it! <laughs> All right! <laughs> so, if a You six- grabbed the wrong guy! <laughs> <laughs> on a success, you would have been blinded for one turn, but on a critical success, you shrug off this powerful spell entirely. Oh, wow. uh, nice. My baby just glows gold to take whatever effect he was trying to cast on me and absorbs it. Man. All right. Then he is going to totally uh, rip himself free of your grip with what is that? That is a, oh God, that's a D20 with a minus five. That's his skill bonus. (laughs) A minus five. He got a total of eight. Is your athletics... <laughs> Negative two or lower? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's plus twelve. Okay, he pulls. Cannot <laughs> 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 get free, uh, and spits at you, uh, Yaru and Piercy. It is your turn. Piercy, um, seeing this vire right in front of him, just drop. Uh, looks around to see who else is up, and he sees uh, High Priest Paislin. And runs over opposite Brenros. Yes. This is a quad flanking <laughs> with this melee. Pretty hits, focus. pretty hits, pretty hits! <laughs> I storm! <laughs> oh. um, so he uses one action to run uh, over there on the other side of Brenros. And then he does a sh- short 
sword finisher. Because he has panache. Oh, Natural oh. one. I need someone to give me a hero point. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one. Airport. I'll give right. you one. I'll give you my last zero point. Renro's opposite you. Um, so I'm gonna do that again. Uh, short sword finisher. Twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six. Twenty-six. You just missed. Way to spend that hero point, Palik. You're awesome. I just. Uh, do I have anything just, else? Are you sure? Is there anything? Wait. Were you ca- nope. accounting for flat-footed or flanking? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, going to get a little medieval on Burnrose next turn, just so you all know. But because I have, um, what is it, precise finisher? Or you still get to finisher? do some minimum damage. I still do 3d6. 3d6 is your minimum? <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> nice? So I still do nine points of damage to him. All right. With nine points of damage, you attack and with your cool little finishing move and do no damage. He resists it. Okay. Um, like that rubber sword, like bends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pierce, so it's just, a movie sword. It goes right through. I mean, Pierce knew it wasn't his best swing at the guy, but he was pretty sure he made contact. Let, let me try that again. And so he just does a normal... Um, Short sword attack now. For a natural 20. Oh, there we go. And then that on the finisher. Um or 19 plus uh 1d10. No, that 1d10 is per round afterwards. Oh, after. Okay. So for 20 for 29 points of damage. 29, that goes through. (laughs) Uh, The resist some of it, but that definitely goes through. Uh uh Got it. And then what is the uh, 1d10? What is that? Persistent something? Fire. Persistent fire from the rune on your short sword. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, Master Yaru. Um, Master Yaru does not like water. He does not, he really does not like spit. So I'm using all of my remaining actions to try and twist his neck and break his, and separate his head from his body. All right. How would you like me to do that? (laughs) I can do all of my actions, a flurry of blows if you like. I can do anything you like. You can make some regular attacks to start whittling them down to make it very slightly easier later, or right now you can make some athletic critical successes uh, with mm. natural 20s. Oh. Maybe not then. Um, ooh, instead, uh, I'm gonna do Punch this. Punch him! Get him! <laughs> well, I'm gonna make sure that he can't leave, so the claws retract. I don't retract. think he can leave. Yeah, you're doing a fine job as it is right yeah. now. Are you sure? Yeah, you do not you're have on him. on top of him, keeping him pinned mm-hmm. to the ground. We're just you, have him, you have him grabbed right now, so he cannot yeah. move. Uh, if you do another okay. grab, oh, sorry, then he's restrained. Grabbed. That goes to another level of containment. That's okay, oh yeah, okay, I'll do that. 
Okay, make an athletic. I don't want you to make it, but make an athletics roll versus his athletics. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, so close to an one. It's a thirty-one. Uh, Thirty-three. Oh wait, no, that's a five or higher. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a critical success? That is a critical success. You have him completely restrained. You have him in any position you want. Go ahead and take over, uh, Alistair. Uh, I'm going to switch positions with Piercy, so he's facing Brenros. Um, and I've got his arms like behind his back. Any movement he tries to do to break out, I'm headbutting him in the back uh, uh, to stop him. I'm, you know, uh, applying pressure. And I will give Brenros, uh, this is yours to finish. End it now. I have to wait for Polik and Zenner's turn. <laughs> <laughs> he said I have control of the scene! <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, well, I need to uh, find some degree of lore in this. Is there... It's There's a couple different facets to this. Number one, clearly he's abandoned Solene, at least in Brenro's mind. Uh, so is there an appropriate punishment? And is there uh, a way to do this is to not draw more offense from Selene and taking uh, and removing uh, a former high priest? Make a religion roll, unless you have any specific lore skill, make a religion roll. That's a 30. Jeez, that's pretty good. Uh, based on his actions and what you're seeing going on, you are of the belief uh, that due to his actions, controlling the temple, dealing with Mirskan and the king and all the craziness and all the corruption he's been dealing with, uh, he has been stripped of the power and the church has paid a price of that currently with this uh, desecration of its holy space, that he is the source. He is no longer a member of the faith in Solene's eyes. Uh, that's why he's not casting any heat he's not doing anything beneficial it's all negative nasty stuff um and uh he is the source and cause of all of this uh as well so there are no spiritual legal <laughs> restrictions upon you <laughs> and yaru still is holding you have Solene and yaru's blessing kill him now <laughs> uh brenros places a hand upon the chest of the priest uh, and says, you have forfeit all that we have worked so hard to see come to fruition. And it is a sad day, but more so for me, for I have to bear the blood of it. And he drives his sword into his chest. Oh. And instead of extracting it, leaves it there. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Gain a hero point. Um, <laughs> For real. Wow. Oh, look out, by the way, there's a sword coming at you. Why are you turning into a <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, he's just gasped. <laughs> and says something, but you can't even make it out. It's a bloody gurgled whisper. Uh, you sure, 
uh, wasn't something uh, positively said about you uh, or your heredity, and uh, it just slumps back. And Yaru, you uh, gently lay him down on the ground as he dies upon the sword of Sir Brenros. Nice. I'm sure he did not imagine that on his first meeting with you in his <laughs> office oh so long ago. And Sildren steps in and does a minor Hilden. blessing on him um, and actually cast gentle repose upon okay. him. Xander runs around the corner. Okay, I'm here! <laughs> <laughs> so, Brenneros uh, is not retrieving his sword. I want to make this very clear. That's the divine ally <laughs> that is sitting in the chest of the priest. So I'm surrendering, at least for this time being, a full level ability <laughs> as he just does that. So. Um, all right, Sir Brenros, you leave your sword within. Uh, this is also a plus two long sword of striking. <laughs> and I don't know if it matters to you, but the gentle repose um, prevents uh, him from being able to be turned into an undead. Okay. So he won't decay and he cannot be turned into an undead during until the next, basically until the next day, until I take a long rest. Until the next business a, day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a quick sentence to describe what that looks like when you're casting? Uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, basically Sildren leans down, closes his eyes um, and just uh, kind of a like a force type glow just kind of goes from his head down to his feet. Um, and just the, you know, instead of the smell of decay, it's just, um, you know, I, I guess it's the smell of fall, like like autumn. So I guess a little bit of decay goes in there, but but that, you know, it's more the pleasant um, smell of fall versus of actual decay. Okay. Uh, comes the spring breeze we've all come to be familiar Correct. with. Correct. Yeah. But more a fall breeze. Uh, as you do that, there is another tremor within the temple and the black energy crumbles down into a million pieces. That sphere that's around and been slowly closing in crumbles and falls like ash and falls upon the ground. The 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 din of uh, gloomy darkness of the temple uh, rises up and the place looks uh, much more like it did in the past. It's still damaged, uh, but it's much more natural looking in the real world. Outside this though is still this golden sphere that the priests outside were using to protect any contain any uh, carnage that was going on that sphere also has a tremendous change it completely comes in like an implosion <laughs> comes in dramatically and focuses solely on sir brenros as you are hit oh. for 10 points of mental damage Whoa. and you are blasted by this and brenros is hit there's this big golden light around sir brenros and then everyone's shielding their eyes and then the light finally fades and you see Sir Brenrose hunkered down and rising up swordless but now holding the golden shield of Soline within his hands. Ooh. So you have gained a new magical item. This yeah. replaces your old shield. You can toss your uh, marred shield aside. Take the sword out, put the shield on the body. <laughs> oh yeah. 
So your Marge shield had uh, 60 hit points that it could contain. This one can uh, uh, withstand 78, so it's a little boost there. More importantly, though, the hardness, each blow it could resist, uh, goes from 12 to 15 on top of that. Oh my god. Wow. The head is massive, folks. Uh, And I'm dropping this into, I think I can drop it straight into your item. There you go. It is the Golden Shield of Solene. Wow. What's Brenrose's response? Uh, is he conscious after that mental death? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yes. no. That vital beacon was very helpful. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, Brenrose, after the collapse of this... Uh, is still standing, though brought to his knees completely. And this gold sphere kind of models him and wraps around him a bit and then dissolves onto the shield, literally converting the uh, the shield itself. Uh, and I think at that point, Brenros is collapsed. He's uh, kneeling. Uh, you see his eyes closed. He's muttering, but he's also weeping. And uh, Yaro just puts uh, just, a hand yeah. on Brenro's shoulder. But also, while he's weeping and and has the hand on his shoulder, he's also got one hand uh, that rests on the gentle, reposed presence of the mm. dead priest as well. Do you know what it was like to completely change into a giant Beatles air? You can find out by watching us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. Now let's see how badly we can scare Sir Brenros. People die, Brenros. All right, so our heroes are within the upper floor of the temple, and the high priest, uh, Paislin, lies dead on the ground. Is is there any damage to the temple, like physical damage? There is no physical damage whatsoever, but I can assure you that was really a high possibility tonight. Um, Yeah, Yaru still has his hand on... uh, Brenro's shoulder as he's kneeling in front of Paislin, um, and is just, you know, I know that was not an easy choice, but Solin has shown you you did the right thing. Take that with pride, my friend. I will bear it as long as I must. Also, don't forget that sword. That's a nice sword. You're going to need that. The sword oh. can stay for now. Yes, Enter. No, it's fine. I was just thinking that everything was going to collapse, and I needed to find more relics to make sure that there was everything still good, but there's no more. There's no more darkness. Like, we're, we're okay. I, you did I didn't great. I loud. I'm sorry. Uh, are the uh, the blue orbs or blue orb in this case? Are they still visible, or did they also? They uh, they actually the the world of darkness and everything became them. 
Oh, okay. All right. So now the orbs are gone, and you can get a sense that there is uh, healing that needs to slowly take place on a spiritual level. Uh, there, there needs to be some work done uh, here. Lots of prayer, lots of attention, and uh, uh, sacrifice through duty and time and energy towards Celine to reclaim this place because she was very displeased by it. Okay. Everyone is all right. Is everyone with us? And Renros looking around to uh, to everyone here, uh, finding probably the more damaged of us. Is you? You're you're barely standing. Look at you. Oh, Polik is very badly hurt by my <laughs> estimations. Uh, so uh, Brenros will. Uh, go over to Palik and lay on hands in this uh, newly, I don't want to say newly founded, but uh, newly secured temple and uh, lay the blessing, lay on hands upon her. That is uh, 24 health return to Palik. Palik is uh, speechless with gratitude, I think. <laughs> Take thank the candelabra you, out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brenros. <laughs> uh, what, while uh, while Brenros heads over to Palik, uh, Sander will walk up behind uh, Sildren and just kind of pet him a little bit, just just tapping the side of his leg. Like, you are shiny. There, there, and he just, uh, Sildren just kind of pushes him off. <laughs> is there no healing to grant him? No, there is not. Oh, it is not. not. Oh. That's uncomfortable. I'm petting you for no reason now. <laughs> he just kind of takes Again. the staff and Again. slides him off like a leech. While doing that, I do expend <laughs> the last two charges of my staff to do something I rarely do, which is a group heal. Um, and I will do that twice. So as a group, we will heal a whopping 10, actually, because each are plus two, so yep. 14 points of damage. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you! Yeah, at this point. Yeah. I, I cannot express enough how thankful I am you all were here to you help with this. said and did everything you could to try to bring him back to the light, Sir Benros. How long do those temporary hit points last? Uh, till the end of the day. Till your next daily prep. You wake up the next morning. I, th I think Captain Iggy was right, though. He was a dirtbag. He was irredeemable. Renros, you hear some commotion from outside. You go down one floor, which is like the second or third floor, uh, and you walk around towards a balcony and can hear some people, uh, including Priestess Sana, uh, and she's got that circle of priests. They have all now uh, risen up to their feet because they're not casting the spell anymore because it just imploded. And you can hear them talking, some yelling, and she sees you on the balcony and she says, is everything all right? What's happened? The temple is safe. Perhaps you should come up. Wait, we popped it to bubbly. Renvers, you realize you are saying this from the same balcony you gave a speech not too long ago, maybe about a week or two nice. earlier. <laughs> That's wrong. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> 
and she gathers her priests and they all start making their way in. Uh, you also see two guards kind of standing out there. They just kind of shrug and just slowly walk away. Uh, and then they, <laughs> a small... by a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a small, the gathered, small gathered crowd and they just all kind of separate, not knowing what could have happened here. Um, you guys head on downstairs, I'm gathering and put some Celine police tape. Do not go up to the upper floor across the top stairwell. I don't know. There's a dead guy up there. No, no, no prayers. Really important dead guy at that. We yeah. don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> he was like that when we got here. <laughs> we got here. <laughs> That's not my sword. That's someone else's sword. Holding it for to- Totally Brenro. Return to yeah. Brenro's. Property. Bro. It, it, it needs to be the moment of he got the point. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> you gonna kill me, lass? <laughs> I burn roast. Um, I burn roast. So yeah, so you come on downstairs to the church. Uh, it's quiet. Uh, it's it's like returning to a place after a great fire, but there isn't damage. It's just more spiritual damage. As the priests enter, they can tell it's a different place. It's not uh, a holy place right now. Um, they quietly enter. They start looking around. They start checking different areas. There are no signs of any vire creatures that you've killed earlier upstairs or down below. Uh, they have faded uh, out of this reality. And uh, yeah, Priestess Sana uh, comes up to you and says, well, "What is what has happened, Brenros? You you have stopped this uh, power." The fire who came here came by way of uh, weakness found amongst the priests. Unfortunately, that would have been the elder priest Paislin, and now he has come to ruin, no longer a follower of the faith. And I will, I will reach out to him. I would hope. I will, (laughs) (laughs) I will reach out to him and I will connect with him. He has saved me once before and I owe it to him to save him. Uh, As she tries to turn and walk away, uh, for I will do anything to save my high priest. All that has been done is what could be done. Yep, Percy. Uh, does she mean the dead guy up there? The what? The, uh, the one time somebody can understand Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) The elder priest is no more. He is slain. He will retain that rank. He is slain. It wasn't to me. The magic destroyed him. I understand. There was nothing you could do. (laughs) There was nothing you could do. I understand. Celine blesses you for your patience and your 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 hesitancy to bring violence here within the Brenros interrupts and steps in. Quiet. This is a moment of absolution. I drove the sword into him. I took his life and through Celine did so. 
I do not look for forgiveness. I will leave this place and bear his blood. And maybe in time, Selene will forgive me. And one of the other priests, she looks stunned. One of the other priests, the uh, smaller priests, uh, low-ranking priest calls out, uh, uh, behold his shield. And uh, you just rise up the shield between you and Priest Asana, this glowing white shield. Um, Can I get a drape or something? to? You're <laughs> <laughs> rude in the moment here. <laughs> bat signal walking around with. Uh, sh- and uh, the priest, the other priest says, uh, it looks like Soline. Soline blesses him and what he's done. Make a response to that. <laughs> uh, so it's it's her and the other priests around. Uh, Brenros uh, turns and uh, facing the other priests. I took the life of one who was most devoted among you, most committed among you. I do not bear any pride for this. Selene may have allowed it, but the loss is immeasurable, and I want you to remember that. And he stares at each of the priests, not looking for smile or smirk, but just complete attention. Make a diplomacy roll. Where's the pin? Diplomacy. Oh, Jesus. 30. With a 30, (laughs) uh, a lot of the priests lower their heads in solemn agreement, and some whisper a prayer to the lost soul of High Priest Paislin. Priestess Sana says... What Sir Brenro says uh, must be true. He is a man of honor and a man of Soline. And Paislin, she says, not calling him by his title for the first time, Paislin has shrunken from his duties and has left us alone for several weeks now. And this is Soline's bidding. She pulls you aside as some of the priests again go about trying to figure out what's going on with this gorgeous new church that looks strange. Uh, she says, what, what will we do now? We have no high priest. You said it before. The elder priest left you weeks ago. What you do, you have always done. What you do now, you will continue to do. It is, it may not be any authority I possess, but I would regard you as the high priest of this temple. And he places a hand upon her. Make another diplomacy roll plus two. Neil. (laughs) He has no sword. Yeah. (laughs) With a shield. A 30 again. 30. Uh, she 
would have been hesitant to accept this in any way from anyone, but with you and the look of encouragement from you and the grand champion of Soline telling her this, she straightens up. She says, I will do my best to uh, honor your work here and honor uh, my duty to Soline. Uh, she turns around and starts addressing with strength. We will make this temple a place of worship again and of true honor to Soline and starts encouraging them and rallying the priests. As she continues with her speech, one of the priests comes up to you and slaps, slaps a handle uh, into your hand and says, here, you'll need this, and gives you a mace, a weapon to use. Um, this is a mace. That's it. It's just a mace. I've added it to your. <laughs> I've added it to your equipment. Uh, it, 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 it does a big one d six plus four points of damage, and it is all yours. Fantastic. It might be worth five to seven silver. I can check that later if you need to. Jeez. Uh, it accepted from the priest. Uh, Brenrus gives a curt nod. And uh, kind of that f that that eye movement that says you can return back to what you were doing. All right. Uh, turning to uh, Priestess Senna, High Priestess Senna, uh, I have one further personal request. What is it? I'm busy. No, <laughs> I'm a high priest. <laughs> I'm a high priest. You can talk to me. That's my balcony. We make an appointment. <laughs> she says, uh, of course, what is it, Sir Brynros? Though Priest Paislin had lost his way and ultimately surrendered his faith, his works are still valid, all that he has done. He was an honorable man once, and maybe if certain choices were made, he could have been. I would like him still buried amongst those who serve. I will I will do my best to honor that and will seek guidance from Soline. And then I will leave you to it. Or I will leave you to the reconsecration. It. All right. <laughs> and uh, you leave the Church of Soline uh, and head out with your friends uh, and walk out into the courtyard where it looks like everything's normal. People have no idea what's happened uh, this the, day. As um, that okay. was all happening, Kalik would have liked to have snuck back upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what and, would you like uh, to have done? She wants to put one foot on uh, the high priest's face and uh, yank that sword out. Okay, Felix, you yank the sword out, disgorging uh, lots of thin blood across the ground, uh, and you have a bloody plus two long sword of striking now in your possession. Let I'd also li like to loot that priest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You find uh, prayer beads to Soline that instead of a uh, golden color are blackened, but uh, might be worth some coin. Uh, you also find uh, 130 gold upon his possession. Okay. 
And where are you? You are right here, Palik. Palik, I am going to drag into your inventory a plus two long sword of striking. Okay. And I'm gonna and delete it from Brenrouse. There you go. This is like the post credit. It's gonna go uh, directly <laughs> into my bag of holding along with the beads. Okay. The beads all wrap around the hilt of the sword. All right. Tainted they... black. <laughs> and, and then I will uh, get back downstairs with the group. All right, you are back downstairs as uh, Bremrose finishes the last of his talks with the High Priestess. You guys head outside um, and you are out in the city once again. About to be new now. I really uh, think we should rest. I don't have any more focus points I can I, use. I can use it, man. <laughs> what, t- what time of day is it anyway? Jeez, I think it was a new morning when you guys went to the king and then immediately went here. So probably late morning, early afternoon. Yeah. Very exhausted, 11.30 a.m. <laughs> I, I, I am a cattle. Sildren turns actually to um, the group and kind of looks everybody up and down for a moment. Um, uh, I had appraised you of the vision I had night before last. And as we learn more, things become clearer to me. Through Yathane's eyes, I had seen many dotted islands and a ship destroyed by another vessel with- A bird lands on your shoulder, Sildren. And yes, and I will pause and like strokingly love, uh, 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 lovingly stroke Yathane um, for a moment. Same just kind of, we just kind of, Put our heads uh, to nice. each other. Um, it's called docking. <laughs> and through Yathane's eyes, I saw many dotted islands and a ship destroyed by another vessel. Those, the islands uh, that I saw were the Thousand Islands and the missing ship and the envoy, no doubt. I saw a cold land of ice and snow, freezing winds, enough to stiffen wing and prevent feathers from flight. The lands to the north where Duke Sieves from the Snowfell clan there dwells. And then to a town, Mosshaven, where evil arises. And these are not coincidences and they tie into every trouble we're now presented. Uh, There is no question that they are bound together and we to it. Uh, My path follows this trouble and I believe so too do each of yours. The only thing in my eyes that is up for debate is which way we tackle these threats. I believe that the need is urgent and we should be off to the ship and on our way and take our rest there. I have taken enough of the time away from these important duties and I thank you all for the time given to it. I would give my own penance of isolating myself to the icy lands to the north anyway, had I my my own choices, but I am ready for sale whenever you all are. Yay, we're going on a boat! Yeah, boats! Renrose Pure is very, very tired and kind of sad uh, and uh, probably falls behind the group just a little bit as you're 
all I missed my happened. sword. I missed my sword. <laughs> Xander's like, I'm on a boat. I'm on a mother. <laughs> Chris, was that a uh, prepared bit of writing that you read from? Um, it had just been coming together as we were uh, on the break and then nice. kind of the first, first moment there. Yeah. Cool. Grab a hero point. Plus nice. one hero point for homework. All right. Um, all right. You guys are uh, heading to the Long Pier dock. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. As we're walking, Sildren falls Or did back. you want to rest or something along those lines for Yaru's? No, I believe uh, Yaru agreed with Sildren's point of resting on the ship. Yeah. Um, and getting, getting there. Because I can't do much on the boat. So. Yeah. No bad can come from that. <laughs> boats, nothing happens on boats. Yeah, it'll be fine. You were about to say something, Chris? Um, oh, yeah, I was falling back to um, talk to Sir Brenros. All right, you're walking through the city. Sildren, you head to the back of the line and chat with Sir Brenros as Piercy starts uh, shopping little things along the way. Yes. As always, you come to everyone's aid. I am glad to have you along. Your um, recent fight seems to still be weighing heavily on you, though it has obviously been blessed by Soline herself. It is not easy to take the blood of one so devoted as being asked to slay one's brother. Yes, it weighs heavily and will for some time. I appreciate your words. I will try not to let it weigh too much longer upon me. I will course or uh, consult with uh, Celine over time. I hope your path becomes more clear to you. Thank you. Are you hoping he finds his path? Yeah. And he becomes a pathfinder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys walk through the city of Mirskan and arrive on the western district of Long Pier, uh, which is not too far away from the uh, crazy pits that you guys have ventured in not too long before that. And a Long Pier was, geez, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, maybe, the site of a uh, big festival. I believe the Sun Festival was its name. So, yeah, you return to the scene of that crime. Uh, You are, uh, and also a warehouse. You guys also slaughtered a bunch of strange things in. Uh, But anyways, uh, you guys are out on the long pier asking about and are given directions to the uh, king's ship called the Tainted Waters. You approach and the dock that you are uh, recommended by, and you can see there's wagons with goods being moved around. There's a lot of dock hands, except to the ship called the Tainted Waters, which is uh, very little action going on. It's very quiet. It's just sitting there. You can see there's a couple sailors just lounging on the railings. 
the ship looks both sturdy and dilapidated at the same time. It's got like black stains running down the sides. It's got barnacles near hanging off the bottom, uh, but it's, it's railings at the top and it's upper decks still look uh, really clean, f- freshly swabbed, one might say. And uh, so it's a strange dichotomy. You guys approach uh, the uh, ship and it's got that little wooden uh, gangplank with a little beam every so often for footing. And there are two sailors uh, at the either end of the opening of the railing just kind of leaning over casually as you guys approach. And one of them says, uh, yeah, what do you want? Who be this crew? And why you be looking at me so funny? What you be doing on me ship? We're the defenders of the realm. We're supposed to be on your ship. Zanner, Zanner, why don't you take this one? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll take this one. Soda Three's company. Why? <laughs> you found the changing waters. <laughs> this be, I this be the ship. We we serve her Majesty well, as he were, as he brings us the gold coin and keeps us well fed and and well drunk at all. Begging your pardon, me me tassel be hanging in. <laughs> <laughs> And someone else said- chi- someone else chimes in. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name, great captain? You can call me Captain Collard. This be me ship the tainted waters she has been for all these many years. And I will be at your service. A goblin, a pudgy goblin sailor leaps off the railing and lands before you, Master Yaru, and pokes you in the uh, belly and says, but no one calls him uh, Captain Collard. We all call him Captain Mad-Eyes and you better too. You watch your tongue there, Gilbert. He cowers down and scurries back up the gangplank. They only call me bad eyes because of me bad eye. And it's because I be a wee daft. But you don't know that because I be the captain of the ship and you say not for me. Percy's looking him up and down real close. Which, which one is the bad one? What? What? <laughs> uh, you eye, uh, which one is the bad one? It sounds like he's trying to speak to me. What do what you say? It's is weird it, that these two don't understand each other. <laughs> is it the left one or the right one? Yes, he's, he's the the right the right one. The right, the wrong the wrong one. What's you were saying? Be a rat. Rats not be on ships, as far as I tell. I'm a buckling of rat, and I I used to to 
to be in the ship with the king. You buckle the swash, do ye? I yes. remember a time I'd buckle the swashes myself. I had a grand scimitar. It came out of the Eastern Isles, and I took it up to the Thousand West, and there be... What was I saying? Of which I, which I. Something about squash, I'm really not sure. No, yeah, I. I, yes. I. Which one? I. <laughs> Well, the, the the sun seems to be getting lower. Uh, Still noon, but <laughs> who's on first? <laughs> we be getting aboard. <laughs> it is a fine ship. A pleasure to meet you, Captain. I don't want to go into my pirate. I'm so tempted to go into my pirate. <laughs> as soon as you step onto the plane. Oh, yeah. A you you find it me an addictive it's voice. It's a pleasure to meet I'm you. I'm Sir Brynros. <laughs> <laughs> Once you be on a ship, everybody talks with the bees and I. Yes. Uh, and 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 uh, time seems to be going by. Uh, where shall we uh, put our belongings? Have your belongings then, other than that shiny gob you keep it in front of you. Yes. Yes. All right, climb on. No ponies though. What? Why no ponies? What because I don't like them. <laughs> well, do you need yeah, none. What did a cute little pony ever do to you? Now that be a fine tale, thank you for asking. <laughs> there be a time before I were the great bearded mad-eye, when I was just I simply the lazy-eyed captain. And when I be Captain Lazy-Eye, not far yonder, about seven yards ago, there be an attack. A grand attack off of a deep river. I was used in a barge at the time. And from the river, there outsprang a pony. A sea pony, as you've ever seen her. <laughs> True as an old my face. She was a bright blue with a great tail and teeth as sharp as tacks. And she took a great bite right out of my ear. And I knew at that point that sea ponies never to be trifled with or cursed again. I never allow ponies on me ship. I don't think that's a pony. What? I, I don't think that's a pony. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's not a good pony. It's not a horse. Does he do this all the time? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get used do to you, it. Do you do your thing all the time? It's <laughs> <laughs> not me a thing. This baby ship. Get aboard. <laughs> Shows at noon and three. <laughs> Kill it. Tip your waitress. <laughs> Get yeah, ready yes. to away, Anchor! Yes, yes, uh, right away. Uh, Captain, uh, we, we've got just uh, two rooms available, uh, and we have uh, uh, two spots available uh, down in the cargo. They'll have to figure something out. I recommend the rat down below. Aye, rat's always down below. Take the wee one with you. Percy is already up in the crow's nest. <laughs> okay, Percy's like, gone, and this silly scrambles up with speed to the if, crow's nest. If I can request something, I'd like Captain Collard to describe the ship that we be yeasted on, or whatever he would say. You, you, you would like to see a tour of the Great Tainted Waters, is that right? Yeah, Yara's looking for a place to nap, so he wants a tour of the ship. <laughs> I'd be happy to help you with that, Squab. You can walk with me as we make the rounds to get to the cast off. Yes, we can trade stories of our adventures together. 
Hey, stories, me great. This be a gangplank. This be what you be walking up when you get around the ship. If you head around the bow, you gotta go up the port side. This be the port side you go to. You head up the bow this way, and this be up where the steering wheel be. But that's not really where you're focused on, because she be more in, in the in the in the aft, in the in the the other side. Who is come she up around here? It... Who is she? The waters, love. The great taint. Okay. <laughs> yes. You just walk along the ship and we walk forward. So as we go, always watch the great taint. There be a mast right, right in the middle of the taint. I feel like you're not listening to me or nor taking this seriously, Master <laughs> Guard. I'm just wondering if the poop deck is next to the great taint. Oh, it's Master versus Commander right now. Let's go. If you if you head up, there be the head. Where where the head be, of course, and and down below there there be the decks. And and I believe I believe that be the whole ship was we done the full rounds. So you're saying there are three paths. I come from a place where there are three passes. Well, let me tell you about it. The three winds of the... <laughs> I got him to be quiet. I got him to shut up. <laughs> um, so Yaru uh, enjoyed that tour, but he has found, uh, I believe it's called a crow's nest. Uh, okay. Up on the top mast. Yes. Uh, climb all the way up there and find Piercy already there waiting for I'm you. gonna do something like that but I'm actually just gonna hang on the pole where the sail is on the long pole okay I'm just gonna sleep on that the mizzen mast all right <laughs> the, the mizzen mast mizzenmast. <laughs> God, that was that run. <laughs> the That'd be a good trick. We take three big waves. We'll see how long he lasts the long <laughs> so, last. So Piercy's in the crow's nest. I'm just uh, on the horizontal plank on the mizzenmast. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> on top of the sail, just sleeping. Uh, the the goblin uh, first mates shows you guys to two different rooms. Uh, so that puts. Brenros, Xanner, and uh, Palik, and Sildren, uh, somehow two into each. You guys will have to figure out who's with who. Uh, I will bunk with... Xanner uh... forces his <laughs> way to the door with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there be only a twins bed in this here room. I, say, I saved you this hot the head spot. <laughs> I saved you the spot that's got the, the pillow. You can have that. It's How come you have more room than I do? <laughs> I, I don't know what you just said. What was that? I How come you have more room than I do? I mean, I didn't. You save me a little spot? That's I know, pretty, I save you the whole house. That's pretty, pretty rude. I, I'll just sleep I in this corner. the whole bed should be mine, and you'll, like, there's some space in the corner on the floor. Well, I don't know if you need the whole bed. Do you need the whole bed? I mean, we can do that. I just, I figured we could be together. It could get cold. We could warm oh, up together. Oh, you're going to just try to snuggle with me. Why? Well, <laughs> you want to snuggle? I was just saying that we could survive well together in we the moment could, because we're, we're together. We, and we could snuggle. Okay, 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 I mean, okay. <laughs> if you want to, that's okay, that's great with me. I'm waiting for Xander to pass out. Xander <laughs> <laughs> or Jeremy? <laughs> From just all the exciting possibilities. <laughs> Get your stuff showed. The captain's ordering the ship underway. Uh, he just needs to know where he's going. 
Where are we going? Did you ask him, Gilbert? Uh, right away, sir. I'm asking. Uh, the captain would like to know from from either of the four of you where where we're headed. Either to Moss Haven or the Thousand Islands. And he kind of looks and sort of looks at the group. Ma- Moss Haven's closer, right? It's on the way. It is near. Why would we pass that up? Uh, Sodren turns to the goblin, whose name he didn't quite get yet. Jeremy, do you want to remind them what the name is? Uh, It'd be Gilbert! Gilbert. Hey, we're titling out! Uh, Tomas Haven, Gilbert. Uh, Right away, yes, yes. And he uh, scurries off and yells at the uh, rat up in the crow's nest, you're not allowed upstairs, and continues running off to do more business, though. And Sildren's definitely not below deck. This is the first time he's been out of Mirskan in a while, so he's... Below deck. Right. You said that really fast and sounded like something else. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Below deck. (laughs) Um, and just because he's finally out of Mirskan and at least, you know, a better smelling open skies. Right. The, uh, Sildren, you're back up top as the, uh, the Tainted Waters, uh, takes, uh, sail, uh, disembarks from the dock. It's, uh, small crew starts to, uh, get the ship underway. The, uh, goblin calls out orders. The captain's nowhere to be seen, which is odd. <laughs> during the takeoff. Fell back uh, in the water some way. And, uh, the, the goblin starts, uh, uh, getting everything going, the gangplanks raise, <laughs> sails start to go, and the captain uh, gives the command for the ship to get underway. Hoist the yard arms, raise the sails, open her up. <laughs> and the tainted <laughs> waters uh, set sail out from the city of Mirskan, and the group has accomplished something they've been trying to for quite some time, and that is to leave the city of Mirskan. Get a hero point each. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy gained a hero point for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) And you guys, uh, out in the uh, waters, you see the city of Mirskan start to recede and fade off into the distance and then disappear over the horizon. As um, you set sail, the ship is speedy enough. It cuts through the water. There are, um, uh, there's a a rich smell of the ocean water. You heard uh, some seagulls off in the distance, distance, but even those start to fade away as you uh, head out. And you are essentially heading uh, north along the coast of uh, the kingdom of Navarre heading uh, towards the small town of Moss Haven, uh, just north of the city. Peculiar uh, destination, that one. Moss Haven. That's not to be a port that I often uh, spend much time in. Why be with a Moss Haven be the place we're going? You guys are asked this at the captain's dinner table. If it keeps wiggling, just keep stabbing it. What, what, what do you know about Moss Haven? <laughs> Well, I know that it'd be mossy. <laughs> 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 That's enough, Gimli. 
it be a fine port. It'd not be a very interesting place. It'd be a very small town, in fact. Not much trade, not much really have anything going on there. It's, it's not be one that I find a fancy to. However, there be one young lass that found a fancy once at one time. She'd not be quite as mossy if we know what I mean. <laughs> so no one's there yet. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be, it'd be a very small and, and quaint and rather, well, one might say boring little hamlet of a place. What is for you there? There is some trouble there that uh, we must look into. That is concerning to the kingdom. Oh, concerning to the kingdom. You hear that, Giblet? Concerning to the kingdom, he be. Very good, yes, kingdom, yes. We like the kingdom, and we want to make sure that she be less concerned. Be there anything specific that you may be finding, or we can point your way? We will have to just be there and investigate the town. There's just, say, potential... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? No! It wasn't me. I beg your pardon. You, you, you speak in vagaries, and they, the vagueness just knock me out like, like nobody's business. You spoke of a trouble, a great... Uh, evil uh, something there that had affected you personally, Sildren. I, I recall uh, the days that followed the dream that you had mentioned. You were not well. Oh, dreams be a bad omen, Squab. If you find yourself in dreams, you find yourself in the future. Or in a bunch of jelly, which could entirely happen in the future as well, depending on the dream. Not all of them fit, but for the most times, when you eat a marshmallow, it's not really a marshmallow. It may actually, in fact, be the hair of Gimlet who might be next to you if he's snuggling up at one night. Not saying exactly how it happened, but it's possible. <laughs> that is word for word in my scriptures up on the mountain. How did you know that? I be a learned man, Squab. They don't call you Captain Mad-Eye without going a place or two or needing a pillow, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hold on. I'm changing the goblin's name for the fourth time, but carry on. <laughs> it's going to be like nine more times. I just want to get you ready. <laughs> Are we up to Gliblet yet? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to uh, to Sildren, you I, you had a dark dream, said you. you. You had a dark dream. I'm starting to sound like the captain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like when you're from the south and you move north and then like but but your southern accent just kind of comes out every now and then. Yeah, I, where's I, the I accent come from? Of the very far south. I am from the south. The southern Caribbean, as it were. Southern Calavier. <laughs> it's landlocked, but yeah. It Where the nights be vigilant, aren't we? I'm from the south, and he's from the north. <laughs> Dreams are visions. 
They are doorways to a greater knowledge. We mustn't take the children's words lightly. There is something that stirs there that we must take care of. That can be no coincidence from my dreams and what has been going on in the kingdom. No small thing to concern a druid of his stature. I've seen the look in his eyes before. He's dealt with fear. Uh, this is something entirely new and worries me as well. Well, this sounded like it'd be a fighting story. What is it that puts fear the heart of a druid? I cannot say for sure what is there, but it is something that we are bound to in some way, and we must we must face for ourselves and for the kingdom. Aye, well, be that as it may, you, you may you find peace and luck in your journey, and may it be something that you find to end or to bring about, depending on the profits of everyone. But if you also find that there be <clears throat> trade, or perhaps any other version of gold that you may be able to find, Captain Matt, I'd be at your service. Well, we are probably to the Thousand Isles after dealing with Moss Haven. And so you shall, you shall be with us for a little bit. <laughs> a Thousand Isles. <laughs> I'll tell you the Thousand Isles. There be... There be some great dangers between here and there. In fact, there be even tale of the Night Skull. That is the Night School. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. I had to wait. You go to get your education after hours when the place is usually closed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's almost right there, monk. You got it nearly. I know a lot about Night School. Let me tell you, I, I was a teacher for a long time. And it's not easy pulling off being a captain all day and then going to learn. <laughs> and then going to night school. <laughs> Many hours, not much. I, I remember you, Carlot. You were in my you were in my physics class. Yes. The, yes, I remember you now. It's it's all part of the Pythagorean. <laughs> good good effort. No, let's just drop that one like a lead balloon. Yeah. The night skull. Yeah. The night skull be a cursed ship that be out among the waters, full of the undead. She be captained by a horrible one, Captain Jagged. He be a monstrously creature of bones and hate, not seen for years. But he supposedly rises from the sea every ten years or so. Jagged be not known for taking prisoners. So if you encounter yourself across the night skull, he rather kills everything he sees and sights than wiping out entire armadas that get in his way. Uh, when was the last time that Captain uh, uh, Yayed uh, uh, rose from the sea? Well, that'd be a great question. Let's see. That'd be, uh, well, it wouldn't be this, this past fall. It'd be a, a, a time before. Just turn into Garth Brooks all of a sudden. Different signs and... <laughs> Garth Brooks. Don't let's see here, Absin. That's what it like to me. Sildren, that's probably the ship that attacked that other ship that we're supposed to look into. Yeah? Looking at the captain, Sildren says the ship that he captains is dark green. Yes. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I've not yet seen the Night Skull myself. Though if I did, I'd, it'd be true. 
then I'd be more than just a mad eye for that one. The Night Skull take no prisoners. The Night Skull leave no one alive. And if there be anyone in the Night Skull's way, they be as good as dead. She be the fastest ship on the seas. She be nigh unsinkable. And Captain Jagged himself be unkillable as well. There be no one, not one that makes it. So if it be your mates that, that crash in the ship, if it were the Night Skull that did it, there's good as golden. So for dessert. <laughs> he brings out a nice light chocolate mousse. He just keeps leaving things for us to pick up and we just yeah. drop them. Hopefully it's cheese play. <laughs> Charcuterie. How do you feel about fondue? Because <laughs> I'm feeling weird. I feel, I feel a bit weird about it. I mean, is it fun or is it do? It's more of a cheese in between. <laughs> Giblet is coming up with the weirdest ideas. How dare you, Giblet? Sorry. Uh, the dinner comes to a conclusion and uh, the captain bids you all a deep slumber and promises that you will be at Moss Haven by tomorrow night. Deep slumber tonight. We'll be at Moss Haven tomorrow. Good night. Yes. Good, good night. Uh, good you night, have good night. And then Xander finally arrives from a long <laughs> nap he was taking. <laughs> what I miss? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you ever notice they're never in the same... <laughs> About the same height, the captain and the... <laughs> I don't know! Xander? <laughs> oh my god! That would be epic. <laughs> the captain wears platform boots. <laughs> <laughs> Xander forgets when he's in combat which one he's supposed to be sometimes. I cast Raging Burl! <laughs> Excuse me. Alright, uh, you guys get some uh, rest and in... Yes, Palik. So when she thinks everybody's asleep, um, uh, Palik, you find someone in your room as you and Xanner return. Xanner, uh, I'm sure, saying something mildly uncomfortable as you uh -huh. open the cabin. And also the poking me I mean, something. It just helps me sleep better when I'm naked. That's just how it is. <laughs> I don't have, to have clothes you're on. It's under blankets. You're, you're grody. You're grody. Be naked, grody. You know that's not true. There is someone in your room. It is a uh, young man, a young teenager, a uh, human, uh, who is uh, straightening your bed and says, uh, oh, hello. Uh, I was just uh, uh, tidying things up and putting everything away. Who are you? Why are you in our room? I'm just tidying things up and putting everything. I'm, I'm Brynden. I'm uh, the ship's boy. Uh, executive cabin boy was what I would prefer, but they call me the ship's boy. How I, I can I can be of any service uh, that you need. Uh, captain Matt, I said to make myself available. We don't need we don't need every service. We're fine. We're we're just together here in the room. We're we're, we're together, so it's we don't need everything. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, uh, okay, uh, and- Yeah, and we, I don't think we need any straightening up. We're good for now. If uh, we need anything, we'll let you know. Sure, um, and, and I, I heard, uh, from 
Giblet, Gilbert, Gimlet, Gipper, <laughs> that you are uh, uh, the the big uh, defenders of the realm. I heard you uh, 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 slaughtered the entire uh, uh, Navarran Senate, and and you uh, uh, set the city on fire. And Did you hear these uh, tales from your captain, by chance? Uh, there's there's a lot of sailor talk, but no, the ca- captain Mad Eyes doesn't talk to me much. He oh, talks boy. mostly with his boot to me. Oh, well, it's almost all true. We are defenders of Navarre. We're champions of the King of Phaon. We are ambassadors and envoy for the crown of the Grey Wolf. And we didn't kill everybody, but there's there's a great deal that we took over to help make Mirskan better. That's amazing, uh, right? And and you're the you're you're the plucky thief of the group. He says, pointing to Xanner. No! no, he sure is. No, no, that's not. No, it's yeah. wrong. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm plucking. Yes, he goes sure. around everywhere stealing hearts. <laughs> that's not entirely wrong. That's. I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a charmer, but I, I'm, I'm Xander. I'm a sorcerer. I'm the oh, keeper of the Nexus King. All this. <laughs> yeah, he's slowly <laughs> getting ready for bedtime. I I one boot. I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Can you show me some magic? Um, yeah, and and Xander will produce flame. Good God. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not the smart. Let's let's put that. I away. mean, it is Xander, so. <laughs> so Whoa! That's crazy. It's not much. I've I've done worse, but this this is Palik. Show me your magic, Palik. Yeah. And I'll uh, hold my dagger and look at him menacingly, like. <sighs> Go ahead. That's it. Get your ass out of here. Go bother <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, yeah, but before I go, um, uh, the captain asked me specifically to ask you, uh, what what great adventure are you going on now? We're headed to Moss Haven to see an old friend. Oh, is it a great adventure, friend? Tell me about him. And he closes the door and then kind of sits on the bed. Mm, yep, it's a great adventure, friend. What's his name? What's he do? Have you ventured with him before? Has he has he attacked things before? Did he help you slay the Senate? I thought you, you said killed the all captain the didn't talk to you. You're just talking out of your ass right now. Why do you no. have so many questions? I'm really, really curious. I'm very curious. I like to know things. I like to kind of explore what's going around on me. And I'm, I'm pretty handy with a sword too. Kind of like you. Oh, yeah? How about you show me your sword skills? Uh, all right, hold on. I gotta go get my sword. I don't yeah, have it with me. Yeah, that's right. He uh, goes out to go get his sword. See you later. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, lock the door behind him. All right, the door is locked. About a couple minutes later, there's a gentle knock upon the door. Oh, I wonder who that is. Hang on. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Xander opens the door. Xander, you need to be sneaky. I got my sword. Here it is. Oh, Let me it's show you. <laughs> got an old sword, and he is making a roll of awesome swashbuckling skill to put Piercy to shame uh, and gets uh, a 19 attack roll in flare. Look at that. Look at this. <laughs> that's That's very good. You know who sh- you should go show the captain those moves. No, he he doesn't. He doesn't. He says I'll cut off my own toes if he sends me into combat. But look how good you are! That was awesome. I can't do anything like that. That's true. You could you could buck all sorts of swashes. Wouldn't Did I say that, be that great? right? Say that right. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Oh, I- yeah. You should be a swashbuckler. You don't know who could help you be a swashbuckler. Who's that? This our little friend. His name's Piercy. You should go find him. He's a little the one with the big shield and a funny hat. No, no, no. The one with the funny hat. Oh, the the rat. Yeah, the probably like way below deck, or he's up in the crow's nest. I'll go. I'll go find him right away. Oh, uh, and and here, and he gives you Palik a small doll. Uh, that is in the shape of a smiling clown. What is this for? He says, well, you're... you're... <laughs> Apparently you're feigned so... interest. <laughs> Deception roll critically failed. <laughs> oh, my God. You heard Yaru laughing from up on the top of the from that response. Well, you've been so nice to me, um, and I'm, I'm pretty good with a sword. I'm pretty handy in a pinch, I think, even though the captain doesn't. Uh, but, you know, uh, aside from being an, an adventurer, I think also uh, I'm pretty good at making at making toys like this. So, uh, you, oh, can, you made this? Yeah, I made it myself. What's, what's its name? His name is Clowny, of course. That's the that's the name he's had all along. Oh. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I will uh, treasure this forever. I, I guess. All right, so, so Piercy, I'll, I'll go find him. Yeah, yeah, go find him. Jump cut to the crow's nest. So, yeah, I was thinking uh, uh, with you being a, a, a trainer for me, I could come with you guys to Moss Haven and meet this big grand adventurer guy and go on whatever adventure you're doing and kind of kind of be like, like, a, like a cabin boy on the land for the defenders of the realm. Percy's just sitting like cross, like on the edge of the crow's nest, cross-legged, and just like, oh, there is him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Oh, uh, uh, maybe so. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what is your name again? My name is Brynan. Brynan. Okay. Uh, your first, uh, your first t- t- task, Brynan. Are you ready? So completely ready. I'll do whatever you say. Oh yes, yes you will. Um, uh, the first one is to <laughs> is to go all the way down uh, the pole and down to the, the the bottom of the boat, and you will need to stay there for ten minutes, and then you need to come all the way back up, and you need to 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 do that all the way down and stay for ten minutes and come all the way back up, and you have ten minutes to do that. 
Uh, okay, uh, right away. I and you'll have to keep doing it until you get it done in, in the 10 minutes. Uh, okay. Uh, and he swings his uh, foot over the edge and quickly races down, super excited, giving some opportunity, not understanding necessarily the math. Ah! And falls with a four and hits the ground hard, hits the deck with a leg uh, pinned underneath and his heart pinned underneath. Ah! 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 Will you, you please be quiet? I'm trying to regain a focus point. You have eight minutes. Ah! Ah! How much time do I have left? Piercy just crawling, <laughs> flopping into the hole. There's other crew members that just. Ah! response from Piercy and perhaps the captain as the two of you are, are aware of this Piercy just kind of shrugs and sighs and, and just hops down off the crow's nest and lands perfectly fine You um, shot me! Dare boy Yes! Are you hurt? I'm hurting in five different spots oh, Okay, uh, well, uh, what's happened? I fell. I didn't. I didn't catch the line, Captain. Captain. God's teeth will be this racket. Something. Something's happened, Uncle, and I fell. Ryan, what did you fall from? Uh, I was. I was. I. I know you said not to, but but he was in the crow's nest, so I had. I went up there for just a little bit. Oh, and now, now don't, you, don't don't blame me. You spoke to the rats. Yes. Uh, you know what I told you about rats. They almost be as bad as ponies. No ponies. I know the ponies. Ah. <laughs> Get yourself down to the to the medic shop. Or I don't know who we've got to medic. Oh, right away oh, to the medic Smith. shop, of course. <laughs> ah, ah. Go talk to Smith and see if he can get you healed up. This be a sad state of affairs. He you rat away. here. Deck I, now! He's, he's there. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> appears behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm warning you, Ritz. You uh -huh. be not one giving more advice to me, cabin boy. You do not cut off the captain of the ship. Ah. Uh, you uh, do it one more time, and you be swimming. You'd be jumping around ship with all the others. Do you hear me, Rat? I wasn't given the advice. What? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't given the advice. It's like you're trying to speak to me. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the captain hears is just squeak, 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 squeak. We'll get there. <laughs> I wasn't given advice to your boy. As uh, I was trying to help him. The captain tries to slap Piercy. Captain, make an attack roll. Add plus uh, 10 to your d20. 
Uh, 15. 15. Uh, once again, Pierce D is somehow behind you as you make this lap. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a right here. What? I'm a right here. I don't. You miss it, me. Make an attack roll with plus 10. <laughs> 26. That doesn't show up. Hang on, let's roll again. Oh, you gotta roll again. 16. Piercy is behind you again. What? <laughs> what, what are you trying to do? And the night goes on. <laughs> Seven, four hours later, sunset. <laughs> Piercy no. just tips his hat off. Or, oh! I don't know what you've been trying to pull, but this will be the last time that we be having this conversation. You hear me, Squab? Uh, I'm just trying to help your boy. What? All right, and now, <laughs> Palik, I had interrupted you some time ago. You had some sort of plan. She wants to wait for Xander to fall asleep. And then, um, and he's up playing captain to then go see the yeah. captain. <laughs> uh, and I was like, it's not that big of a deal because you know, I'm just a sorcerer, but I do have a lot of magic. Uh, and so I was telling him that I could do it this way if I needed to. I was here the whole time. I, 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 you don't need to recount your story. No, it's just, it was really exciting because he was really wanting to know who I was. And I was like, I'm defender of the realm and I'm also an ambassador. Like, I heard really the whole cool. conversation. Yeah. yeah. Also. Uh, so I was thinking, do you remember that one time that we were down in the pits in that area? And we were like, we were, we had to fight all the... All, all, when all the, I saved your life? I do remember that. Yeah, that was yeah, a good yeah. one, yeah. When you, you were going to fall and die and I grabbed you. Whew, that was a scary one, right? Because all the yeah, zombies... And then the other time, time when yeah. you almost died and I rescued you and then you kissed me. You kind of forced yourself on me. <laughs> no, I, I remember that I remember yeah, that one time yeah. that you, you slapped me, right? <laughs> it was really, yeah, really hard right were, in the face. You, and then... And then you, you were not you, being a gentleman. And then That's you, what happens. You kissed me back. No, you you kissed me. And I think again, I'm pretty sure you me kissed so me. Long, that I had to like clean my whole face up. You slobbered on me. And it's not great. I, that's not how you kiss. That's how that's that's a perfect kiss. That was a very romantic, wet, loving, it, baby kiss. Yeah. Can, can Brenros in the middle of this get up and leave the room? They're in their own room. private room uh, on their bed underneath the fort that uh, Xander has made. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, I, do, I do. I mean, we have different opinions on how that all happened, but yeah, I remember that. I'm just, it, I was just saying if different circumstances were and that we were, you know, spending more time together would not do, do you think i mean it could we could, spend all maybe, of our time together sure sure with with everybody else and children there and you know oh Brent you want to spend and, time just us I, yes that's what we're doing right now and and how's it going it's all right so you're talking a lot do you maybe think less maybe, talking i don't know how to do that i i really <laughs> weakness i, I try to I'm just thinking if we if we maybe spent more time together, just us, like maybe we could do it some more and and have fun together and maybe uh, kiss again. Do you want to kiss me again? I'm getting creepy callbacks to my date life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I would like to kiss you again. I'd I'd oh. like to kiss you all the time. I I think about kissing you <laughs> a lot, <laughs> so much. Oh, well, well, you like I said, you're talking a lot. You're, uh, 
yeah. I mean, if you want to kiss, lay one on me. Let's see what you do when you're not forcing yourself on me. Ooh. <laughs> Xander pushes in for a kiss in his most romantic, All right, Xander, sticking his tongue out sort of way. Xander, make an acrobatics roll. Just roll the roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a weird one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm a teen for, for the four. Want a hero point? <laughs> 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 There's a lot more teeth than you're used to, Pete. <laughs> yeah. How dry do you want? You, uh, mm, we could do more of that, but you should practice first. How? how where do I practice? Mom. Oh, she's got a tool right in her hand. <laughs> I'm right here, squab. <laughs> she's got a doll in the shape of a clown. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this cl- clowny will work. Or just like make your uh, hand like a little mouth and like do that. Yeah, like that. Less less slobber. I did I did this too, but my lips don't go here. You ready? Yep, just like that. You keep practicing and uh I'll uh, I'll be back later. <laughs> Let's switch over to the uh, ASMR uh, channel. <laughs> We're too late. Uh, so Xander, make note though you're near, uh, you get a plus one bonus to the next time you make a kissing attempt in the oh. future. Um, it is nighttime, unless anyone has anything else they want. To yeah. Do. So what I wanted to do originally, damage already minutes ago. <laughs> After I think everybody's asleep, I want to uh, uh, to each person. I want to deposit uh, twenty-one gold into their their gold stash. Okay. Uh, I need you to make uh one, two, three, four, five stealth rolls, please. Okay. Uh, oh, this is this... sneakily done. I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This will be for uh, Yaru. A, a thirty-four. That's good. Uh, Brenros a thirty-seven. That's oh. good. Xanner <laughs> a uh, twenty-five. Xanner, what's your perception? Uh, it's a plus eleven, so twenty-one. Okay, you're good. Uh, children. Uh, 24. What's your perception? He's got Jeez. a good perception. Uh, my per- Oh, Jesus. Where the hell are they? Main page. Skills. Skills. Oh, yeah, page. Plus 16. So 26. You, children, are out on the deck and you hear creaking and you feel a presence right over you and you're ready to lash out at some strange little cabin boy you've been hearing crying all night long. <laughs> Instead, you find Palik with her hand in your money pouch. Uh, hi, children. I was just giving you a little bit of gold I found. And um, sort of kind of keep a hand on Palik's uh, arm that he has a hold of right now and just kind of like check and make sure that like that's really the case and then see that it is and just count, count it up. You'll see that there's a little couple extra. He lets her uh, arm go. Don't don't ask questions where it came from. Thank you, little one. Mm-hmm. That's kind. You're, you're welcome. And then um, 
One more for uh, Piercy. But I'm going to fail that too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you Piercy. climb all. Piercy, you're still up in the crow's nest, uh-huh. sleeping, right? You yep. climb all the way up to the top, uh, over the shroud of the little rigging, and then up to the pole, and all the very time. By the time you get there, Piercy's head is just looking straight down at you as you come up. <laughs> Hey, hello there, Piercy. Uh, hello. Uh, what you doing? I have a present for you. I was gonna try and sneak it, but you're you're wide awake and caught me. So here's some gold, and I'll hand you twenty-one gold. Oh, you 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 are giving me gold? Mm-hmm. Uh, for what? It was some gold I found. I just split it up amongst everybody. Oh, where did the you found boy. it? The, the, what? Hmm? Remember that uh, priest? Uh, the dead one, yes. The dead one, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I found it on him. Nobody was looking, so I just rifled through his pockets and came up with some things. Huh. Oh, don't. Okay, thank you. Oh, don't <laughs> tell anybody else. They'll get mad. Um, uh, yeah. Good night. Uh, another thing I wanted to do while I was in Brenros's room is uh, find his empty scabbard and uh, put his sword back in it. Oh! With the burnt, the scorched, like uh, rosary beads wrapped around the uh, oh. the the uh, the hilt. Interesting. Uh, that is part of your stealth roll. You're fine there. You have done that. You have replaced his, uh, you find the scabbard. The scabbard's just like with his pack and stuff just off to the side. You, yeah. just, you put the sword back in with the blackened beads wrapped around yeah. it. Nice. Then I'll nice. go back to the room and find Xaner with no clothes on doing weird things. Uh, it is several more hours uh, into the night. Don't come in! Don't look at me! (laughs) 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 He's got got makeup on the hand that looks like you. Uh, (laughs) Goodbye horses songs. (laughs) Clown, clowny's nowhere to be found. (laughs) Everything's stuck in. There's stuff everywhere. Would you would you would you kiss me? (laughs) 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 Oh man. Uh, It puts the magic on her skin. (laughs) Um, Okay. Lily just opens the door. It is late, three, four in the morning when Master Yaru, you go up to uh, relieve yourself um, out off the railing. And uh, as you are out there, you notice that the uh, wind is gone. The ship is uh, just dead in the water. Uh, you walk past uh, Sildren, who raises an eye. I'm assuming you're sleeping out on the deck, Sildren. So Sildren yes, just raises an eye, indeed. sleepy eye. 
nods as he's soaking up as much of the stars as he can. Did um, you wake up with extra gold in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. It's totally the random question to ask. <laughs> I did. Sounds like heavy. the beginning of a pharmaceutical ad. <laughs> I'm Yaru. <laughs> uh, Yaru, as you walk past Sildren, who nods and then closes his eyes back again, Yaru, you see that the uh, the tainted waters is not only uh, uh, dead in the water with no wind, it is next to and tied up to a second ship. Oh. Okay. Um, this ship is uh, s- roughly the same size. It has some uh, fancy red paint with uh, nice, uh, almost uh, calligraphy designs and spirals and curves. And you can see a name on a plate on that called Martyr's Prize is the name of the vessel. And the whole place is quiet. You can hear just the creaking of the ships, maybe some knocking of the woods, uh, the, the, the boom of the mass just slowly moving, uh, and this other ship for some reason attached. Are there gangplanks um, connecting the ships, or is it just rope? There is a gangplank connecting, yes. Okay. Um, Yaru will go back to Sildren. And he'll he'll get down at his lowest level um, and wake him as silently as he can with a hand up to his mouth, you know, just... There is danger. Be cautious. And I'll uh, show him uh, the ship and where it's connected via the ropes. And I'm looking for... Um, it's not my forte or whatever. Uh, this would be more Idrisil's thing, funnily enough. But I'm looking for footprints or like uh, boot prints, I suppose. Um, mm, make a survival roll that is excruciatingly high. Hmm. Maybe I'm just looking for movement because that doesn't. Uh, well, yeah, I'm on a wooden ship, so that doesn't really make sense. Um, you could still do it. Five percent chance. Uh, you said survival. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right. So you're just scanning the other. Yeah, ship? I'm just looking for movement, I guess, is what I uh, mean to say. You see, there are several sailors, three sailors uh, who are uh, on the uh, uh, martyr prize. And they are just kind of just standing there, uh, minding their own business, not taking much action, maybe slumped against a wall or sitting on a barrel. Uh, one glances at you, it doesn't pay any heed, and they're just ca- casually uh, sitting in the middle of the night on their ship. Have I rested at all? Yes. Okay. So, so we've rested. I'm back. Yes. Back to full. Okay. okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let me do a full rest on the group within our software of Fantasy Grounds. Yeah, that should help um, that'd be good to know. Um, okay, so I will point out the walking um, and kind of just relaxed demeanor of them. Um, and I'll point that out to children that I think that's especially weird. I um, agree. 
Sodran thinks that's particularly peculiar as well. <clears throat> and Yaru will just say, go wake the others. Um, Sodran sends Yathane up to the crow's nest while he goes below deck to and, uh, wake up. Um, so Yaru has no particular uh, stealth skill, but he is a panther, so I'm hoping to use the color of my fur to shadow me a bit uh, in the night. Uh, and what I'm are taking, you doing? I'm taking cover behind the uh, the mast, um, okay. or or behind just the side of our ship, um, toward, uh, closer to one of the ropes, not so much the gangplank itself. All right, and just so you know, one of the sailors did look at you uh, a bit ago and just turned back away. Okay. Okay, uh, make a perception roll, Yaru. Perception. Uh, not too great, a 21. 21, um, don't worry about it, you're totally fine. <laughs> Piercy, you feel a gentle knock, knock, knocking on your skull and wake up to find a black raven pecking at your head. Like, uh, what's it, what you doing? Yothane yeah. flies up uh, <laughs> and lands on the uh, the ed the edge of the crow's nest and just makes a small and pointing down at the uh, bottom of the sea. You peer down and can see there uh, is another vessel that is attached to the tainted waters. It's, it's a vessel. It's a nuclear vessel. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yatane, who, who's, whose ship is that? And the bird uh, just looks at you. It's a raven, not a parrot. Huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go find out. Yes, I will go down there. So, uh, Piercy does a, a, a twirly circle thing, like down, down the, the mast. As um, you go down, there's someone coming up. Ah! How many? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, Piercy, you drop all the way down to the bottom. <clears throat> yep. Um, and I'm I'm uh, prone, and I and I I crawl prone like on on the tips of my fingers and toes across the the deck of the ship over to uh, the side and peek over at the other ship. All right, make a perception roll. Perception. Mm, that's 14. Uh, you see a sailor who is looking at you, but he doesn't do anything. How far away is he? He is six feet away, peering over the railing of his ship, looking into your ship. Ah. Um, do I notice what... Can you describe him? Yeah, sure. He looks like a very muscular, uh, almost like gladiator type body, shirtless, uh, and uh, with a some nice trousers, sandals on, and that classic pirate uh, bandana around his hair. And he sees you, and then he uh, slinks back down his railing and rolls over, and is just kind of leaning with his back up against the railing, just a few feet away from you on his ship, as mm -hmm. though he's resting. Um, Piercy heads to the captain's quarters. 
of your vessel of my of of the tainted waters all right you head uh, over there on the uh, at the foxhole uh, you head towards the uh, f- uh, front of the ship and you make your way to the captain's quarters and you knock upon the door and you knock upon the door and there is no response. It is apparently a very deep sleeping time for the captain. Um, and the ships are tied up. They're like tied yes. to each other. Yes. <laughs> uh, does it appear that the tying happened from our ship or from the other ship like which side of the knots are on uh they are on uh they the the ropes originate from your ship Origi- okay that's a very good question um <clears throat> so piercy notices that and decides he wants to hop ship jump ship okay jumping from one ship to another yeah you walk across the gangplank, strutting with ease, uh, just as the rest of the group is slowly being woken up by Soldier and down below. Uh, Go come in! <laughs> Why don't you want him to come in? I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know who it is, and I don't want it to make it. Don't want to make you weird because, because we're here together. Children, you you do come in and you see there is uh, Palik laying on one side of this bed, normal, looking kind of just put out and annoyed. And behind her on the other side of the bed, uh, you assume is Xander in the most elaborate uh, fort of sheets and pillows you have ever seen before. Children just shakes his head a little bit. There's trouble afoot. Get on deck now. And then he'll walk out the door. You're right there. Hang on! Xander, Xander, clean yourself up. I just need, I just gotta get my pants! Xander goes down to his bedroom, then does the going down to the basement all within his fort, um, getting ready. Uh, let's go back to Piercy. Unless you're doing anything, Master Yaru, you see Piercy is walking across the game. Um, yeah, I'm pretty skeptical still of the guy who saw me and is just now saw Piercy and is just chilling. So uh, as Piercy goes over, I'll also go over. But I'm stalking a little bit more than he is. You said he's walking casually. I'm not yep. very casual. Okay, they will still see you going yeah, across. No, that's fine. Okay, no, I'm okay with them seeing me, but I'm not. I'm not in a good mood. You're just okay. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretending to be an old frail monk. All right. Uh, Piercy, you're first then. You are on the deck. The sailor closest to you says nothing. He's sitting on the deck, looks up at you, but doesn't say anything. And you can hear uh, some, you can't hear what was said with that perception roll, but you can hear a the laughter of a woman coming from uh, one of the main cabin of this vessel, second vessel. Um, Piercy just looks at the this this other shipmate um that's not doing anything and shrugs and walks towards the laughter 
All right. Uh, you're at the left or you're outside the door and you can hear there is uh, a woman laughing and just saying, I just don't know what to do with you, Captain. And you hear Captain Mad-Eyes laughing and enjoying his time within this uh, room as well. <laughs> um, Percy, who had his short sword drawn, uh, kind of just knowingly nods and she's his sword and begins to walk back onto uh, the tainted waters. All right, you pass Yaru. Yaru, you see Piercy's going the opposite direction. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine. It's, it's a no big deal. What do you mean? Where I, is the captain? Oh, he's a, he's a, he's an enjoying himself. Piercy. Having where? an enjoyable evening. Hi, yes. We do not have time for pit stops. Where is the captain? Uh, he's a, he's a in the ship. He's, it's a, it's a fine. Yara goes and knocks on the door. All right. Yuri, you walk over and knock on the door. Piercy, you shrug and just kind of walk off the ship and then see like four other defenders of the realm in full combat gear racing up onto the deck of yours. Uh, the uh, the door to the uh, quarters at the uh, Martyr's Prize uh, opens up where you see a shirtless Captain Mad-Eyes uh, standing there looking a, a bit confused as to why you're here. He has a pouch, uh, these clutching of coins in his hand. Behind him is a nude woman, a voluptuous uh, lady, a uh, lounging on a uh, elaborate uh, bed of uh, red pillows, uh, pink pillows, and uh, there's nice incense blowing through. You see there's some cards they've been playing. There's wine and drink, and that's your situation, Yaru. Yaru will look... Yaru will, like, look past the captain and speaking to the woman, he'll just say, I know you have no part in this, but this captain is an emissary of King Phaon, and he is causing a delay in our transaction with the king. Delay? What delay? There be no wind, Squab. We, do, we couldn't be moving if we be trying, so we might as well be enjoying the time that we have, and ye are not in charge of me ship. Then how did she get here if there is no wind? That's... <laughs> That's all you have to say. Be, be a great question. <laughs> Many wonders. Uh, she rises up and puts on a see-through top and uh, glides uh, across the uh, carpeted deck of this luxurious cabin. <laughs> And <laughs> Holy crap, what's her movement speed? <laughs> Asking the important questions. <laughs> says, uh, of 60. <laughs> to Yaru, she says, look, I know you are not a part of this, but uh, would you like to be the captain? <laughs> is uh, taking me for all I've got. And Captain, I came here to collect, and yet once again, you leave with more treasures than I ever imagined. 
I have yet to find out how or why. Captain never reveals his secrets. But I will tell you, there'll be one treasure that always stay aboard. That's you. (laughs) She uh, gives you a kiss on the cheek and uh, pinches you on the butt and then whispers into your ear, uh, Captain Mad-Eyes, I will have you. And uh, menacingly and uh, pushes you out the door and then says, uh, so uh, what, uh, what of it, Catfolk? Care to join me for the evening? Yara closes the door. Okay. Uh, the rest of you see some sort of scene with some scantily clad woman on the other ship and the captain and Yaru uh, walking back to you guys who are in different uh, arrays, moments of half armor on and weapons and shields out. Uh, Brimrose is standing there with sword and shield ready to strike, then like looks at his right hand and realizes you're holding a sword of plus two striking <laughs> in that hand, by the way. Stand down, knights. There'd be did nothing I, to see here. Did I hit treasure? No. I'm pretty sure I heard treasure. You're hearing all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. He's putting Are a big, heavy pouch away. <laughs> None treasure for you. Just, just a time of no wind and life with the martyr's prize. Grouper, untie the ropes. <laughs> Right right away, yes, yes, Grover. And he starts to untie the ropes and gets your ship underway. The uh, tainted waters then slowly starts to part and the martyr's prize uh, raises her sails and captures a bit of a light wind that you do not feel uh, whatsoever in the night sky. And that vessel slowly uh, parts ways and drifts off in the night ocean. And you can see a silhouetted figure from the cabin uh, watching through the window uh, as the ships part ways. Astriaru, lad, have you ever heard of a cock block? <laughs> We have these devices up on my mountaintop. They're very useful in situations like that where you're really not supposed to be distracting yourself from a mission as important as ours. Wes. Well, you can cage up your willy any much as you like, but next time you can behind. <laughs> I'll tell you, there will be hell to pay. Ah, Yara's been I gotta go to be bunk. Glows a little bit. I'll be, in the- <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sword fighting with myself tonight. Hunger! <laughs> um, uh, all right, it is morning time, and the, uh, the scene would yes. probably have uh, uh, the morning time. I uh, would probably see Brenros engaged in prayer with this new blade. Uh, set out upon the deck that he is now cleaned up and is is praying with, if you will. Yeah, it was some old ancient relic that was not well kept whatsoever. So you clean it up <laughs> real nice uh, and make it look uh, uh, fancy. You do some prayers as well. Um, and, and, and this just showed up out of nowhere, right? This yes. This just returned to my scabbard. With some... Yeah. Um, some rosary, some rosary beads. beads. Uh, rosary beads too on it. 
so I have some, no some divine stuff going on some, right there. I'm investigating, but yeah, this is engaging in some more serious prayer with Selena. Okay. That's what uh, the warning side uh everything seems on the up and up there's no strange illusion stuff about this it <laughs> seems uh a, a valid gift from your goddess for sure i'm concerned we lost xander permanently <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the party the ship then sails uh, hard the next day, um, cutting through the water, keeping the coast of Navarre off to your right side. The right side. The starboard side. Starboard side. <laughs> uh, starboard side. <laughs> I did have to pause to count the letters, but I off the starboard side. And uh, you sail throughout the day. The sun sets. And just as the last uh, rays of the sun are fading, you can make out a town uh, off in the distance uh, and uh, Giblet says the town of Mishkan the town of Moshaven is is right ahead right ahead aye well done Giblet we be right on track and right on time hmm. as expected the ship pulls up and arrives uh, at a... There's no dock uh, that's nearby. There is this pseudo-swampy area that connects the ocean towards the small town. You can barely see the town in the darkness. It's some distance away, and as, as you get closer and closer, and they start to lower uh, one of the small uh, dinghies off of your ship uh, for you guys to get to land, uh, you lose sight of the town altogether in the darkness. Sildren's been kind of watching, seeing if he could see like people or lights or fires or lanterns or like any actual normal activity in the town at all. Make a perception roll. Uh, 25. You see nothing but darkness now. You know where the town's at, but you don't see any activity of any kind. Yeah. All right. Um, anything unusual? Otherwise, you guys are getting aboard the dinghy. Uh, Sildren has bow in hand. Okay. Renros is making sure to be centered mass into this uh-huh. dinghy. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not trying to rock the boat, just... Xander, you should show us your big muscles and uh, row us in. <laughs> <laughs> I can row! I'm rowing! I can, I can do wait, it! I just... Wouldn't the captain have a better job at... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't leave me ship at this time. It'd be too dark for me. I, I, oh, but you happen to leave your ship in the middle of the night to get laid. But okay, but running the dinghy's a little tough for you. I, I feel your cock blocking me again. There you are. Watch your tone. No, there could be somebody on the island that we don't know about. Yeah, you never know. It, it, I don't like to set foot on landfall if I could ever avoid it. It. Sea herpes is a bitch of a thing. <laughs> I got a barnacle in me, Trosa. There's, there's ponies and there's sea herpes. 
<laughs> you're the two things same. we're fearing in this life. <laughs> you nailed them both there, Sir Brian Ross. He knows a thing or two. I, I tell you this, though. We'll be here when you're needing us, and we're not leading for any time. Uh, you, you, you spend what time you need, and we'll, we'll find you back here. I've come down with another case of the sea ponies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who rose the boat? Because normally this would be an Iggy type situation. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Yaru can do it. Yaru is. All right. Um, Yaru goes normal stroke, normal stroke, flurry two, normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Trying the, not to splash anything on himself. Yeah. He forgets he teleports <laughs> off the boat. Right, for yeah. Keeps, keeps shaking his paws. <laughs> 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 And uh, you guys row through the uh, darkness and uh, arrive on and hit some sort of soft, squishy, swampy earth and have arrived back in the kingdom of Navarre and uh, get off the boat. uh, And uh, Yaru is... Uh, hesitant to get off being a cat because you're going to get wet. Uh, and But Brenros is also doing the no after you. No after you. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna sink into this marshy crap. Uh, and then comes in, no, no, after you. After you. <laughs> Xander jumps off with eagerness, but he disappears in the show. <laughs> Slowly oh. appears like R2-D2 later on, um, <laughs> Dagobah, and the group slowly but surely makes its way off the dinghy, and you are now walking across um, a swampy, muddy goodness. And uh, Sildren tries to get everybody to be at least marginally quiet as we're approaching um, the town, and Sildren continues to scan to see any normal activity or something amiss. Right. Uh, as you get close, children, you can make another perception roll. I'm going to use a hero point. I rolled a three. And we'll re-roll that. And how about a 32 total instead? There you go. Woo! 32. You can see there are some lights on in several of the places, but they are very faint. Uh, Turned down low or behind heavy curtains, but just a handful. Uh, The only, the brightest light is hanging outside, and that is over a sign that has a bed on the sign. Uh, You can see from that light, uh, a, a dilapidated looking building that's just slightly crooked as though the the swamp itself is just, even though this is dry and hard land, just slowly um, trying to reclaim it over time. Uh, it's made of dark blackish wood that looks uh, slightly crooked and not well kept. Uh, there are uh, several trees that you are passing by, but they're all uh, black and gnarled as you make your way uh, towards this town of Mosshaven, and we will stop there for tonight everybody uh so thanks for tuning in had an absolute blast uh don't forget to join us on discord check us out on patreon and uh we will see you next time thanks